0: After seven or so years of doing this podcast, it was no doubt inevitable that there would be a best-of, so enjoy this, a bumper, three-hour-plus retrospective. Join myself, Adam, and Billy from the past as we go back and look at some of the funniest moments, bits, goofs, and discussions from Season 3, The Invasion. Thanks so much for everyone who's supporting us on Patreon, where right now you can get access to, as this is dropping, a new release, the second part of the Bibliotech Book Report on Are We There Yet, the surprisingly macabre and grim collection of road stories and i want to say thank you to everyone who's backing us on patreon you can get access to whole swats of content video episodes hour-long plus episodes at that you've got yourself the bibliotech all those book reports 60 plus episodes of the smackdown crawl the new crossover series with how to wrestling the the big show 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 all this and more available for backers on patreon i want to give a huge shout out and a massive thank you to our good friend ant from aj media who actually put together this best of and will be helping us release a couple more best ofs in the not too distant future and i can tell you personally friends if you need someone who's got experience in corporate videos graphic design website design drone photography videography audio editing and someone who's got a whole bevy of experience working from the likes of the nhs the prince's trust he's done amazing things as well like Pro wrestling, TNT wrestling, and don't forget Breed Pro wrestling. I'm very happy to recommend Ant from AJ Media because he helped bring us wrestling in a cave, and that's incredibly important. So, if you're someone in the world of wrestling or beyond and you need a media man to help you get some things sorted, I highly recommend AJ Media. Check him out, AJ Media Thank you so much for putting together this best of Ant, and all of you hope you enjoy the best of Season 3 of the Attitude Era podcast. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to the Attitude Era podcast. Season 3, and we're doing what people probably hoped we were doing last time around. (laughs) Not until you eat your rock vegetables. We're doing the invasion! We're going to start here today at King of the Ring 2001, and we're going to be going all the way through to Survivor Series and the Raw After, and a few side roads and pit stops along the way, I'm sure. Hello once again, I'm Cowboy Kevin Mann, Joined as I am always by the man who lets the coffee hit the floor, Adam Bivelo. Hey man. I was hoping
1: go, <laughs> You're a terrible barista. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh,
2: oops, sorry. <laughs> the person orders their coffee and then set down and you walk up, your coffee's ready! <laughs>
0: and to my right, unquestionably he is the baddest man on the planet, and he's in his pajamas, so get ready for some serious insight today. I think when you get your pajamas on, that's like your your pure form. Right? I think so, especially because they have got Kermit the Frog and Animal
1: from the Muppets on,
0: which, as we all know, are integral parts yeah. of the Post Attitude Era. Yeah. It's uh, Billy Keeble, How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Looking forward to this. I think we should probably, you know, get us all like set up, make sure everyone is uh, knows we're all at the same point here, because obviously we had all seen the stuff we were talking about most recently before, which was The Rock's Return. But just so we're back on the level footing, me, Kevin, watched all of this growing up, hadn't watched any WCW really, other than a few bits here and there, and was basically a victim of WCW propaganda. ECW was something that I only knew about in terms of here's a video of the coolest dressing ever, and you're not allowed watching, it. oh, it's on late on Bravo. So I thought ECW was the coolest motherfucking thing ever, but I knew relatively little about. Adam, where did you stand in all of this? Uh,
3: Still watching mostly full time. I was going off wrestling at this point because of the whole Austin heel turn, but Ah, I still watched the entire Invasion era start to finish. Same as you, I didn't watch WCW, I had the whole sort of like poisoned against them. Like I knew one guy that did like WCW when we fell out over it, <laughs> uh, and I have never, never watched ECW either. I was pure WWF through and through, but I've not watched any of this since. I only watched it back then, I've not went back and looked at Invasion again.
2: Were
0: you aware of ECW around this time? Yeah, I knew about them, yeah. I knew
3: of them and the whole idea behind it, and I knew its reputation, but I just never saw
0: it myself. Yeah, it's pretty good that obviously Paul Heyman was doing his job on commentary who, you know, mentions ECW literally. At the here comes Molly Holly. She's taking on Trish Stratus. Let me tell you about ECW. <laughs> Sir, let me tell you. Billy, what have you seen of if of any of any of this? I have
1: seen one match from this pay-per-view before. That was Curtin Shane on Kurt and Shane yeah. yeah, and I don't think I've seen anything else from this time. So you obviously, on it, you start watching. You know, uh, I'm still five years removed from the Punjabi prison. <laughs> match, so. Yeah, seriously.
0: When you start watching, it's just a matter of interest, like Punjabi prison stuff like mm. that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, his English. like the new canon is a Punjabi prisons What made Billy a fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him <laughs> you know, wrestling. he was just you know, sitting around in it, a grey room. It in didn't Chester get me there, but you, it helped right? me stay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but were you aware of like WCW
1: or ECW at all at the time? No, I was barely even aware of the WWF. Mm. I li- like literally the only exposure before I started watching wrestling in two thousand six. that like, I had to wrestling, is I remember, I went to like Cub Scouts and we all played like, hockey inside the uh, the place where we did it and everyone gave each other wrestlers names Right. and it made no sense to me <laughs> like, so someone just pointed at me and said you're the Undertaker and then for the whole time we are playing hockey people go oh Triple H pass it here Undertaker defend it and I'm just like what <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the Undertaker
0: It's great this Billy's basically His character was Late 99 Divorce Undertaker <laughs> Come on Undertaker Come out here You'll be with Midian and Vince Ram. I don't
3: want to play But you can wear
0: Your jeans And your bandana you even- <laughs> Hockey sucks I hate my wife
4: <laughs> oh, I
0: got it. Now, my cousin never quite recovered his wrestling fandom from Mick Foley leaving. But he would come back here and there. He was the commissioner. That was fun. He was out around the rest of the 17. Rock leaving hurt him bad. Austin being healed really hurt him. I remember the moment we were sitting in his house watching SmackDown on a Saturday morning. And it was like Austin in the ring. And JR is like, well, Steve, uh, I'm just going to say half behalf of the fans, we're all just a, a little bit disappointed in what's transpired in the last few weeks. And he's like, look at you. Look at you, look at you, you look like you lost your best friend. Look at that silly little face. you. He goes, well, Steve, uh, you know what was saying? I'm saying? Sitting beside you and you're recovering from neck surgery. You're the first person I call when my mom died. And I feel like I have lost my best friend. And then Austin beats him up. <laughs> and then Vincent Mann comes and goes, whoa, Steve, what are you doing? That's your best friend. And you're taking it easy on your very best friend. God damn it, Steve. Open him up. Open him up. My, brother, my cousin was like, oh, I'm going to go get a snack. He never came back, like, That's You it. haven't like, seen him since. <laughs> no, he leaves his own house, walks off you know, into the distance. So it was really trying. This is really like separating the rest and super fans from those who were there because of a few big characters, yeah. I guess. So do you remember DDP's reasoning then, Adam, for why it was that he targeted the
3: Undertaker and stalked his wife? Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? You go after the biggest dog in the yard and you get his attention. <laughs> You know, he's begging the Undertaker here, quite literally, to make him famous. So
0: the Undertaker's phrase of being "make me, I'm gonna make you famous," like he made Rikishi famous. Remember yeah, that when yeah, he made yeah. him famous. All famous now. Yeah. So I think he was taking it a little bit too literally and wanted to receive an epic ass whooping
3: so bad that he would be made famous. It's a bit. Bit weird. and he gets like a Hollywood star with Diamond Dallas Page on it because he got his ass kicked by the Undertaker that's I mean set your standards
0: a bit higher like. if you
1: beat me people will take me seriously <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like how
0: WCW contracted performer DDP comes into the ring and the first thing he says when he grabs the microphone is
2: yeah yeah
0: you're gremlin DDP, like, I'll tell you right now, I can sit cross-legged on the couch because of this man and I refuse to buy him as being a nasty heel. Mm. He's so
3: not got it in him, I don't think, here. He, just, he doesn't own this. Well, even his mannerisms are a silly face. Like, what, he keeps calling Undertaker take. <laughs> so take, here is my tick, it, and I'll be sat in the front row. Like, it's
1: it's not a heel. It he's could have dastardly. literally been anyone else from Duncey, Anyone else.
5: I saw you! on SmackDown last Thursday, and man, you look pissed off. And I don't get it. I mean, you should be thanking Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, the footage that I showed of your wife, Sarah, that was the stuff rated PG. I mean, the stuff I have of your wife, Sarah, my personal collection. Oh, God. Well, let me just say that that stuff right there gets more than just a <laughs> thumbs up. How dare this human being! And as far as The Undertaker sticking me, DDP, at the top of your list for being the guy for getting the worst ass-whooping ever. Well, take... (laughs) I don't quite see it like that. The way I see it, me, DDP, comes into your house and kicks the big dog's ass all over his yard.
0: But Adam, the stuff that you saw was only rated PG. The stuff from my... PERSONAL collection.
2: <laughs> it
0: gives you more than a thumbs up if you know what I mean! It gave me an erection! <laughs> Tighten it up! Look at him, everything on him is tight! Oh, I got it. So he's got his tick is and he'll be easy to find! Because he's the guy with the sign! And what does the sign say? Make me famous! <laughs> I'm begging you,
2: please! I want to be famous. <laughs> so DDP is
0: going to the crowd, and this is where I knew, like, this just, DDP is just not out, cut out for this character. All mean, all ha 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 ha. And he thinks the camera's off him. And DDP goes into the front row, and the guy's like, hey, man, He's like, oh,
2: hey, dude. And he goes, he's <laughs> smiling in his hands. Dude, <laughs> the
0: Cactus Jack t shirt is my all time <laughs> favorite wrestling. I'm coming for you, Taker. I'm right here with the sign. <laughs>
1: awful, awful shit. Just like. sharing popcorn and like. <laughs> You're too fucking nice.
2: Stop it!
0: Oh my god. Oh, and then he sees the camera on him and he le- he licks his teeth all sexy. <laughs> so it's like slapping hands, signing autographs. So, hey bro, how's it going? On? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He starts working over the soft, yokey tummy of eggs.
3: For fuck's sake!
0: He does Why are you doing <laughs>
2: this?
0: <laughs> it's his soft spot. He, he hurt it. It's really sore. <laughs> It'll pop. Okay. I, I got, I got, I've been eating a lot of eggs recently. Have you seen my Twitter? There's <laughs> been a lot
3: of, a lot of, of eggs on it, yeah. like,
0: you know? Every, every Friday when I wake up, I turn to Joanna and I go, "It's Friday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah.
0: I'm really worried. I've got way more eggs." Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, the lad with the egg name is going to the final stop. So. Oh, it Rhino goes up to the top rope and he does a big fucking splash. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, that's one of those. Okay, you duck and I'll do a big splash, yeah. and Edge is like, "What?" <laughs> Big sunset flip off the top rope by Egg. We let then that amazing. This is great. Fucking, this is how you finish off your last boss in Tekken. You get a spear and a gore at the same time. They bang into each other. Yeah, the huge. spear looks so weak compared to the gore. Yeah. The gore is where it's at. Like. And it's like Edge is
1: made of biscuit or something.
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino then goes to gore him again and he hits the exposed turnbuckle pad. Egg hits the impaler and uh, he wins. Nice. I guess you could say he poached Rhino. <laughs>
2: Yeah, okay, yeah. that that's a double whammy. That's a two for one. That is. I like that. Then they cheaper. stack. It's oh, <laughs> oh, the buffs
0: stack. It's okay. This is the saddest fucking appearance <laughs> yeah. of Taz ever. Fucking Dasha is basically here, like you oh. he know, backstage. Chris, what got to be going through your head? in a main event tonight I've never been in one what's it like
2: (laughs) hey don't show
0: this to (laughs) don't show this to my grandma she thinks I'm doing well okay (laughs) just don't just keep it don't no all right, I won't oh wear my
1: sunglasses.
0: Maybe they won't recognise me. Oh,
1: I've been really sad, wrestlers recently. Yeah. What if I you didn't call me Taz no more?
0: <laughs> call me Terry. If I could just be, you know, Mike or something. <laughs> you know. Let's reinvent me. Joey Numbers. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's right Joey Numbers won't return my calls no more. I don't know what's going on. Oh,
3: I can't crazy fucking landscape this is now though like heel austin cost babyface jericho and benoit their tag team championships like Like, they're suddenly a babyface team now as well yeah they
0: were thrown together pretty much like as a kind of a necessity type of thing they were working like they feuded for ages benoit obviously turned face with his feud with angle and basically the two of them were like they joined up to be in like this um,
3: Wonder Team. Right. They joined to
0: be like a Wonder Team, and they were in a like a gauntlet tag gauntlet thing at the last pay per view to get a number one contendership, and right. in their first tag match they won the belts. side. so, it was just kind of let's join together, like you know, to get some revenge, and they fucking did it, and it was really cool. The only problem I say with it though is I don't know if it caught on with the. The big
3: populace. Yeah. Because
0: if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't want to watch wrestling anymore because The Rock is gone, you're like, but Chris Ben Juan, Chris Jericho are there.
3: Yeah. Not
0: a lot of people, honestly, were like, where's The Rock and Mankind mm. and Steve Austin? They're, they weren't as, as keen on that. Did, did they
1: have a cool tag team name, like, as mixing? Both of their names too, together, like Jericho. No, <laughs> Jericho! The closest or Benico. <laughs> Benico. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like a gas company. The closest thing get is <laughs> that JR keeps calling them the two Chrises. The two The two Chrises. <laughs> sucks. Hashtag Team C- Chris. Cr- Chris Cross. <laughs>
2: Chris
1: Cross. he got a cr- two Chrises and he got the crippler cross face. Amazing. Kane is the mystery partner. Kane! And he is the Intercontinental
3: Champion! Oh, right, okay. Best Kane, would you say? Yeah, this is still best Kane this era. Nah. Best Kane is best Kane. Yeah, at this point, he's like doing his best to put over the mid card boost things up you know he helped the hardcore division a bit now he's doing the same for the IC belt Billy where are you sounding mm, slow chemical
0: no, no.
2: You, you know, you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> Billy
0: you've not read Journey into Darkness like this man hey. like do, okay. you don't know the character of Glenn Kane like Adam <laughs> Lippolo does okay <laughs> on Patriot we've done a book report on, on Journey into Darkness and it, you you may have a thing or two to say once you know with the backstory about uh, Glenn Calloway <laughs>
3: Oh No, no. speaking oh. of awful, oh. Billy Gunn's got a really
0: important job to do. <laughs> WWF New York
5: in the heart of Times Square. Another sellout there tonight watching the king of the ring. We thank our fans for being there. And also ladies and gentlemen, man that knows all about the king of the ring. A former king of the ring winner is the one Billy Gunn. And Billy, could could we please get your feelings on this year's king of the ring in the tournament and your prediction? How do you think I feel? I was a 1999 King of the Ring. I'm stuck here in New York. I'm not even at the arena. Damn, I wasn't even in the tournament. So let me tell you, do you think I give a crap about who wins tonight? There's only one person I care about and that's me. So how do I feel? That's pathetic. Well, so much for your interviewing skills, huh?
0: Billy, get your best beige t-shirt and sunglasses.
4: It doesn't even look like Billy Gunn. <laughs> Who is
5: that? It's
0: just some
3: guy. I'm not Billy.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> he looks so upset. Oh, he is upset, Billy. You know he's this upset. This is a shoot right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: The one Billy Gunn. You were the uh, former King of the Ring, so I wonder. If you have any thoughts on the determined to not? I was the 1999 King of the Ring. <laughs> I'm not even in the building tonight. I'm pissed now. <laughs> and then he goes, "How do I feel?" That's pathetic. What? How do I feel? That's pathetic.
1: I really want like see some reports from people who were in WWF New York that <laughs> night to see what he was like Just when the camera was on.
0: I mean, cuz he mentions the next night on Raw his meatball sandwich like, you know. So maybe he actually had to he had a really bad experience The food with have to be mucking to be 50 or a big
1: so. shit in his meatball sub. Like. I
0: feel bad for poor old Billy Gunn because he, you know, he says, why is he feeling that's pathetic? As we all know, that's pathetic. It's a phrase. It's not a feeling. So I'm wondering if maybe his next gimmick should be Billy Gunn, can I borrow a feeling? Man? <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, DDP is still antsy as well. Yeah. Patient.
1: yeah. Ant- antsy is the word I used as well. As ah, yeah. Yeah. He's got
0: antsy in his panties. Yeah. They showed the footage he was picking his nose at one point. That was what DDP said. That was about as salacious
3: as it gets, really. Yeah. That
0: was the stuff that was raining PG. <laughs> the nose
3: picking from mine
0: personal collection. (laughs) Just head over to
3: clipsforsale.com
0: says DDP pick and (laughs) fish. I'm right here, Undertaker. I'm the guy with the sign. (laughs) What's the big new thing that's coming up, folks? Tough Enough! Yeah, of course. I was about to go, we are there yeah but that was nxt season one not uh, uh, tough enough so a uh, tough enough season one that was uh oh that was na, 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 na. <laughs> that was maven's <laughs> entrance music you know you see enough. my fantasy I'm there, I'm there great i fucking love maven I love tough enough can't wait to review a little fucking bit of that love one. maven <laughs> I love maven you know, i love a sentence maven. That has never been yeah. said love maven man love maven love maven love selling this tough enough trophy on ebay oh. love maven being spotted bouncing in a bar in new york and oh. pretending he's not maven they get really upset no, I've never seen me, that. yeah if you go to that bar and you say he's maven he will not let you in that bar no. <laughs> <laughs> even though it is literally a fact
1: huh. maven as well Maven, Maven. Yeah. yeah. What about Maven. me? What about Maven? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I think we will probably have to do a little bit of Tough Enough on the on the side. I, I maybe, think that yeah. sounds like fun. A cheeky little uh, look into Tough Enough. I've, I've not Lord seen wise. any Tough Enough of any of its
1: incarnations. All
0: I remember yeah. about Tough Enough is there was a lad called, I think, Daryl, and he had smelly shorts. And at one point, they had to make a board game as an activity, and it was like, you smell Daryl's smelly shorts, you lose a turn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then he eliminated him. <laughs> Get out of here, stinky. <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm a big guy But there's a lot of big guys in wrestling You're cut, get out <laughs> No big guys in wrestling X-Pac yeah. Part of
3: the X-Factor Looks we're, like we're dealing with the X-Factor
0: Looks like we're dealing with the fact that they did not pay To use this music you yeah. Know yeah, I heard fucking Just, took it. It. Just took it Take that, Uncle Cracker
3: <laughs> It's ours
0: Sorry, he's <laughs> right. still
1: living on follow me money no, it's so. alright. He can he can lose this
3: one. Wait,
0: that's the
1: same guy.
3: Yeah. yeah. As heard in Shanghai Noon. Oh
0: my god. I'd love Xbox to come out of that. <laughs> Follow me. And it's
2: right. I'll be the one who took you in and, uh, and if you wanna be yeah, I'll guarantee I won't
0: make <laughs> some <laughs> noise that's like me. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> so I played Mrs. O'Leary's cow with the beat <laughs> we're pushing Adam to the edge here now with all this noise and egg <laughs> jokes <laughs> Jeff misses a whisper in the wind when X-Pac gets an abdominal stretch locked in on him the ref oddly starts doing Akira Tozawa's gimmick did you notice this? no
1: in Greenwich, where he said he was going to be certainly awesome with a must win
0: situation here He goes over to Jeff Hardy and he's going to go, Do you want to tap? Do you give up? And so he just goes, Ha! 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 I thought, is that X-Pac? Is it the referee? Like? <laughs> like, give me the fucking abdominal stretch. There's a little man going, ha, 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 ha.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck off. Leave me alone. I mate.
1: loved uh, X-Pac doing a little spinneruni on top of Jeff. That was <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I loved that. Yeah, he was like spinning all
0: over him yeah. there at the start. I think they were trying to show that, like, I think they wanted the light heavyweight division to not be like a cruiserweight division. They wanted it to be fast, but not like dive more warts. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the Japanese light heavyweights, yeah. I guess. Oh, I did anyone here know about what Austin did with Tajiri? No. So Austin was very upset about the fact that he's in this triple threat match here tonight, and Vince won't have any, you know, won't help him out anymore. So he wants to go and get like a petition signed for the match being unfair. And the only person in the world who will hear old Stone Cold's worries because everyone else he's alienated. Is Tajiri? You can't even understand him. Like. And literally, he's be there going, Tajiri, I can't believe it. Vince won't even talk to me anymore. Got this triple threat match. Can you believe it? I can't. It's so. It's ridiculous. And Tajiri's just like speaking Japanese. Like I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing ever was like later on in the night. He goes to Vince. He's like, I'm gonna get this. This is match. Uh, you know, gonna get this match cancelled. Vince's like, Look. The match is going on, Steve. There's nothing I can do. You're going to have to defend the belt in this match. End of story. And he storms and going, Oh, this is just like what Tajiri said would happen. <laughs> 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 He's his special friend. Amazing. Jericho's looking real jacked, baby. He's looking real fucking jacked. A bit too jacked. Can't put them arms down. That's how jacked he is. A lot of
3: people have suddenly swollen up the past few months. I
0: know, it's... uh. We're having great gas here
3: tonight, lads.
0: as well why WCW's been beat and we've inherited
3: all their fucking steroids. <laughs> <these> guys, WCW's <laughs> <Derby laughs> been beat and we got all
0: their powers in this basketball. Yeah. I, want, <laughs> <laughs> I want you all to put your goddamn hands on it. But Mr. McQuackhammer, I don't know. Yeah. Shut up, Xbox! <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back to Moron Mountain? <laughs> huh? Come on,
1: pal. <laughs> Take some of the power, of Lex Luger. <laughs> Oh, and if you are a fine purveyor of stuff and things, head on over to MatthewsBotchamania.com Stuff Things Inquiry. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: wow. I just want to say, I love that we've been posting some of the micro-videos on Botchamania and someone's like, ha ha ha, jokes on you guys. I'm just watching these videos so I don't have to listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I really like them. <laughs> <laughs> So Vincent McMahon is confused by Booker T. Oh, oh my God. Christ.
1: What does it stand for?
0: Booker T. Uh, terrible.
1: Booker Terrible. That's what he says. He, he says T as in like a golf tee. <laughs> T as in the drink. Terrible. Trash. Then <laughs> troglodyte. Because he looks like
0: one. Now Billy, you're wrong. He didn't say trash. He said trash.
1: And then he settles on it. It means temporarily employed. Who's employing
3: it's, him? It's like a weird spin-off of the double J, double A, you know, the <laughs> double G, double O. But it's not as
0: good. Booker ticked off more like, am I right? Vince says that WCW is going to go out of business. And then he says, there better not be any WCW guys here tonight. What a panto line. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Shane
1: to be behind him going, Shh, with like Chuck Paloma going, whoa. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm, play. Yeah. <laughs> he refers to
0: Madison Square Garden as hallowed ground. Mm-hmm. It's very on the nose. Really on the nose. This is just a start as well. I like when they keep referring to it as the mecca of WWE and sports entertainment.
1: That's because Vince's dad is buried underneath. <laughs>
0: like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> but like, why mecca? Do, like, do all WWE fans have to turn to Madison Square Garden as a <laughs> sort of time? Like, oh shit, it's time for Raw. Turn to MSG. Like, in the direction, <laughs> like...
4: Oh, I got it.
0: You know, that Joy Stars became mean, like, he just turned, didn't he? He like, did, like, yeah. real life, just because he's like, Realising wow, I am a piece of shit. Let's yeah. just, I'm like, <laughs> wow, like, he's just like, fucking, like, fuck, alright. <laughs> I guess I tweet about global warming then, like, you
1: know. His hair turned white, you know. I may some he's a little out, We will never stop referencing
3: Trump. Ever.
0: You are still with me. That's good. Oh, coming up next, Light Heavyweight Championship on the line. A rematch from the surprisingly decent encounter at King of the Ring, Jeff Hardy taking on X-Pac. Jeff Hardy's coming out is revealed to be the most eligible bachelor in the WWF.
1: According to who?
3: Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Go take down the dance. there with a rose like winking at
1: Jeff. <laughs> 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 Can I just say as well this match being sponsored by Uncle Ben's rice really made me laugh Heyman's he's heart in it was like, he WCW are invading there's no time for fucking microwave <laughs> rice
3: well that's exactly the thing you haven't got time to cook it on the hob
1: Billy yeah. so you have gotta
3: bung it in the microwave yeah. there's an invasion you can't aren't?
1: go away and, and cook dinner get the microwave rice
0: on it, it cuts to Vincent Man in his Hawaiian shirt like when I'm stressed and I need to get back <laughs> I like Uncle Ben's microwave rice it's easy Because Linda's divorced (laughs) All you do is Open it up Vince McMahon backstage We found the source of Triple H's hummus It's one of my horcruxes (laughs) Quadruple H Hunter Hearst Helmsley's hummus Basically When Triple H is in here The other characters should all be eating hummus (laughs) To remind them of Triple H and when there's no hummus, they should all be saying, Where's triple hummus? That means triple H <laughs> uh,
3: so Bruno Sarratino, they uh you know, put him over here. Mm. Yeah, so considering, you know, how much you hear about the the years of bad blood, I think it was pretty decent of him to say all this nice stuff
0: from an interview around this time Bruno Sammartino said that WF programming was worse than pornography so...
3: <laughs> come on
0: like, come what plan watch it like, it, like... <laughs> or porn watch one of them though come on but one of them you have to watch to qualify that statement <laughs> 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 ridiculous oh, backstage Trish Stratus
3: with Big Sexy Paul White <laughs> where are they going with this I'll
0: tell you where they're going I've got a massive willy Well, he has got a big cock <laughs> he's made his own t-shirt and it, it says big show and it's got an arrow pointing
3: down at his cock Trish here is funnier than I've ever seen her be before. Yeah, she's great here. He, like, he, the arrow is pointing at his cock and Big Show even goes, oh, the arrow's pointing down. <laughs> and Trish just immediately goes, to your feet.
2: <laughs>
3: so good. He touches himself when
0: he's yeah. talking.
3: This is clearly...
0: We've already sent you to OVW and given you the talk. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to fucking be a dick, fine. Here we go. This is what we're giving you.
3: We're not making any merch. You've got to make your own t-shirts from now on. <laughs> you
0: know? Like, this is the t-shirt we'll make for real if you don't fucking book your sh- ideas up and get your shit together. He wants Trish to go on a vacation with him after he wins the European title tonight. <laughs> England. Sweden. CHINA, ALSO I'M A DUMBASS
3: (laughs) It's a European tour he says a European tour China (laughs) as well as uh,
0: touching myself and being a creep I'm a fucking moron in life they might as well put a fucking subtitle saying body odour intensifies
3: (laughs) well we'll never get a chance to talk about Big Show in China again but you guys know that show on the network this week in WWE it sort of recaps everything they occasionally do have little segments on that show that you won't see anywhere else just little interstitials one week it was and this week in WWE Big Show went to china to meet some of the fans and it was the saddest it was like big show looking really hot and uncomfortable like oh yeah everything's a lot smaller i you know i can't fit in this chair and then there's just a guy like there, like oh you've, you've eaten a lot of that rice big show he's <laughs> like Jeez. Oh, I, I, I can eat a lot <laughs> really fucking trashy <laughs> fucking but man. he finally got to go that's the important thing exactly got on there it, in the end
0: on his own and uh, Big Show always in the promo in a firm, authoritative stance. <laughs> I'm a genius.
1: <laughs> there he goes. Paul White and his get rich quick schemes <laughs> No will you ever learn? You can't end a sentence by saying, I'm a genius when the start of that is yuck yuck <laughs> Big Show, could you
0: hold this big joke and just blow into it afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> How about this washboard like? <laughs> But oh no, guess who's here? It's Raz. Still wrestling. It's going to come out. Steven, there's a lot of rumors going around that you might be going <laughs> to the WC. I was wondering, you know, with Manson Square Garden, we could do a big interview, you know? Maybe you, you uh, you know, tell me my questions are good, huh?
3: Maybe I'm, you can have a word with management and get me a spot on Jack. I'd love to be on Jack. You sometime.
0: know, I, uh, I used to wrestle,
3: <laughs> you know I debuted in this very building
1: oh, <laughs> oh he did it he did it's right there oh. why is Taz oh. sad Robert De Niro <laughs> <laughs> oh <you're> fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you fucking
0: phony Paul remember when you cried where are your tears now man <laughs> where they at where they at Paul <laughs> I'm just Taz is getting older and sadder in all of my mm. visions oh. but no in fairness he does come out doesn't he Paul calls him a modern-day Bruno Sammartino. Ah,
3: now, come on. Yeah.
0: Bit of a reach, maybe. He suplexes him, Taz Mission, Raz wins. Mm, lovely. Oh, Who's coming out with The Undertaker? No, not a fun motorcycle. It's Sarah. Why S- wasn't
3: she on the back of the motorbike? That would have looked great. sidecar! I want a sidecar! <laughs> I would have
1: liked it if like, he was like... On her shoulders, like he was like literally riding her. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like still have the music and the motorbike sounds but he's just running that <laughs> on his shoulders. How
0: about uh, Russo's Pope mobile and sinking <laughs> her in there nice and saying, like, you know, DDP comes after we can't get through the first steps? Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, make me famous 420 sign. Love it. Peak wrestling it. right yeah. there. Fucking hell. They, beat, they bury DDP some more yep. with lines such as DDP so fucking stupid <laughs> lol <laughs> like he's not even here tonight like, in case you missed his embarrassing performance last night let us lower the expectations yeah. I mean say what you will when he was doing his silly reveal promo people were buzzing for that mm. as shit and stupid as it was people were still like whoa DDP but now they're literally like don't make a big deal No, it's not DDP like you remember. Come on, don't be stupid. <laughs> like... Sarah puts up her dukes to fight Diamond Dallas Page, and he grabs her, removes a hair extension, and they make it like she's literally like. <laughs> I just love like the idea how few men are realize that like most of the women you see on WWE TV. Or on television, have hair extensions.
3: Yeah. And then like,
0: oh my god, oh,
2: wh- what?
3: <laughs> like, oh my god! He ripped her hair out.
0: I remember once it was like in TNA or something, and like Victoria, who used to wear loads of like red hair extensions, one of them just fell out and like her opponent picked up and went, Ugh, and threw it out of the ring. And the United's like, Oh my god! <laughs> Victoria's sick! <laughs> my god, she's gonna rip her hair out and throw it into the crowd, my god. <laughs> like it's mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Wee!
2: <laughs> Wee! <laughs>
0: So, yeah, don't be like Will Smith in that one episode of Fresh Prince where he sees the girl's got hair extensions. He's like, oh, I prefer <laughs> natural women. Line. It's just fucking DDP. Grabbed her hair in the wrong way. JR goes, Diamond Dallas Page's career is
3: dead. He really says it three or four times over and over again. Wow. Dead. Again, this has got to be Vince, I think, in his ear, like, you make sure you say that his career's dead.
0: Have they changed their mind on where this is going yet, do you
3: think? Or do you think they generally don't know where they're going? I think they can't know where they're going. Because, like, how can they? <laughs> At this point, are they not thinking DDP is going to be one of their biggest players for the invasion? Like, they're not getting anyone bigger than, like, maybe Booker T. because he's he the is,
1: fucking yeah. laddie they've got, like. Yeah.
3: Make the most of him. So Who else strange. is it going to be?
1: Fucking Chuck Palumbo?
3: <laughs> you keep an eye on that fella. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: he will remember <laughs> him. <laughs> okay. Other names.
0: WCW Uprising. Yeah, a little bit more, I like the idea. it's kind of their, they're an uprising, they're a rebel group, right? You know, kind of uprising. Okay, how about this one? WCW, Late Night Appetite. (laughs) It's a fucking talk show, what the fuck's that? Late Night Appetite. This Saturday, at Late Night Appetite, fucker T, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. With my snacks. That's seriously so Southpaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It? Oh, like, it
3: really is.
0: Showdown at catering. Would that be the pay per view? Like, <laughs> okay, here we go. Some more ones. WCW Primal Urge. <laughs> oh, that's like a
3: Valvina slogan or something.
0: <laughs> WCW Hot Box.
3: <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Shane McMahon and all the boys like in a really small room. Basically,
1: just a car with foggy windows. Shut the
3: door!
2: Shut
0: the door! ECW hotbox would have worked. So much better. Obviously, like WCW, a couple
3: of cold ones with the boys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And my personal favourite, WCW hard on Saturday night.
3: No, that can't
0: be real. Yeah, Hard on. Hard on. It gives me an erection! (laughs) This stuff from WCW Hotbox was rated PG! This stuff from WCW Hard on Saturday Night! Gives you more than a thumbs up, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking glad they died. (laughs) Are you sure you would want to have popped over onto the network?
3: Catch some episodes of Hard on Saturday Night on Saturday nights? I love that even though the WCW is now in the hands of the company that won, the successful company they still couldn't come up with any good ideas for it here's an idea
0: wcw saturday night that was a wcw show that was an hour on a similar time slot on tnn back in the day because the reason i say that is not because like oh continuity it's it's because someone might be like wcw saturday night was on tv for like fucking 15 years Mm. and it had a lot of ratings it was on syndicated tv so everyone got it so people have memories of... Oh, WCW Saturday Night. Of course, yeah. They would have watched that fucking show out of curiosity. WCW Hard on Saturday Night. If I'm at my age at the time, 12, I would have been worried.
2: <laughs> we just got a
0: Digibox. It would have shown up on screen. What the fuck are you watching? I'm watching WCW Hard on Saturday Night. Get us <laughs> <laughs> When we said WCW, it's not the fun one. Not like that. <laughs> See this picture, Chuck Palumbo... Like this.
2: <laughs> this is the WCW. Here's chronic and meat. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> that
0: sounds a uh, fucking
2: sad
0: night. Get some fucking chronic. Get some fucking, fucking meat. meat. And have a fucking fire going. <laughs> eh? DDP, after beating up Undertaker, screaming in his face, You're not so famous now, huh? You're nothing!
3: (laughs) He's not nothing, though, is he? Like, the Undertaker. He's quite famous, like. So now he wants to make Undertaker not famous anymore,
0: is the new plan. if you ain't gonna make me famous, I'm gonna make everyone in the world slightly less
3: famous, so my current level of
0: fame seems like it's famous.
3: Taker's just there like, he wants to be famous
0: i'll make him infamous <laughs> <laughs> i want pictures of tdp <laughs> It's like he's a fame vampire <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say this and this may seem like a really terrible analogy but there's been a change of plans here on top of another i mean gdp for Shim man on its own right seems like a change of plans mm-hmm. This whole period of the invasion reminds me a lot of that Kelly Osborne and Ozzie Osborne's duet that they did. Oh, changes Change
4: We're going, going through changes.
0: changes. It deals with the subject of transition. It, it's often frequently grating, and for no apparent reason. Very memorable. (laughs) You're going to get so many
3: angry Sabbath fans. (laughs) Actually, it was a Sabbath song first, and then Kelly did a cover with Aussie. Wait, was this? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. All
3: the Aussie fans are going to come flooding into your inbox
0: now. Oh, man, I can't wait for Kelly to do uh, Iron Man. (laughs) I am Iron Man. (laughs) Fuck, Comes into the ring, and the two of them just start brawling. Oh, yeah, and Sarah's here as well. Yeah, just... Just
1: his ballet now, like, <sighs> like no adds charisma. Nothing. It's it's adds Deborah. nothing. Another Deborah. Yeah, no charisma whatsoever. But at least with Deborah. Like at the very least,
0: Deborah with that you know f- with fucking Monty Python's flying circus backstage there with Vince and uh, Kurt and Austin. She's very much the Graham Chapman of the group, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> you know, bouncing off people, being the straight man, like for for Austin to do his uh, wackiness
2: and
3: whatnot. his silly walk. <laughs> like it's the most favourable thing anyone's ever said about Deborah. <laughs> the Graham Chapman of the
2: group. What the fuck. <laughs>
0: WCW isn't invading WWF as much as it's fucking haunting it. Yeah. <laughs> Brr Swerves and bad decisions. <laughs>
1: it's like a chest burster from Alien. It's in there. I and mean, then it is just gonna burst out when everyone's having dinner. And it's not like, ah,
0: it's one of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, oh Jesus. Yeah boy! Shaming man, DDP, they hoop and they holler. That's
5: how you make your Oh, check this out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you make impact. You know what? You did such a great job tonight. Why don't you, why don't you take the rest of the night off? Yeah, I don't think line? he's going to need it. Why don't you get out of Buckhead and take a little spin? At least and his old lady ain't going to here. Look at that. That's a beautiful thing. You have a brilliant. Oh. Oh. Let's
2: go, baby. He's a on oh. the
0: says they've made an impact now let's ride this fat hog
3: they steal Hulk Hogan's motorbike by the look of it what the fuck is Taker doing with a big red and yellow Mackie's bike is that why he's not come
1: out the last couple of weeks They say oh shit <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like one of those shirts you used to get in like the late 90s early 2000s you know like the black button down shirts had the flames coming up yeah. the, ground, the like... Guy Fieri shirt yeah. yeah your
0: man the guy who used to be the editor of official Nintendo magazine <laughs> he would challenge anyone to beat him in Pokemon Blue and he'd be there with his little fucking Game Boy and his fire shirt
3: <laughs> new record for most <laughs> obscure records I
0: reckon I could take him I had a fucking level 70 Like <laughs> DDP starts revving the ever loving shit out of this and I bet they thought everyone at WCW could ride a bike right like cause you know hog Wild and shit so he's revving rin run, run 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 and then like you can see the worry starts to slowly creep in onto his face it's like wait a minute Shane this bike ain't moving like. And Shane goes, Woo! Yeah, baby! Come on! Yeah, baby! Right there, baby. Right there. And he points right at the clutch. He goes, Oh, thanks. <laughs> he <tries> <laughs> So, next time he was making a big getaway, Woo! Yeah, Rip! Right there, baby. <laughs> right there. <laughs> He's helping out his wrestlers. It's nice. So, Paige zips away, presumably to Hogwild and Sturgis. And, uh, yeah, there you go. It's how you make an impact. My favourite quote of this entire podcast from Steve Austin has to be, I love presents.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> who is this man? Like, like, <laughs> who is this? It's so indulgent for us and those people who like enjoy this. But if you were someone who was like, I quit my job because I got inspired by Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin and now I work for myself. Like, you know those people who like really took Austin seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was like, very very a huge like role model and like a hero for people and can you imagine turning in and he was somebody you fucking look up to and now he's there i love presents (laughs) austin 316
3: says i love presents (laughs) we get one of the weirdest pops of the night like a gigantic pop when Kurt's presenting the medals austin stands up and he goes we don't need no stinking badges and throws them crowd fucking erupts like they're all a bunch of random. I, I think
1: it's because they think he's about to stun a coat. I think yeah. people think that's what's going to happen. I thought it
3: was some sort of anti-badge kind of pop, like, yeah, we don't need a badge. Fuck
1: badges! Take
3: the law into my own hands. I
1: hate the sheriff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he ran me out of town. But I do not hate the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, you're right, Billy. A lot of people, I think, thought that like because Kurt was being so goofy that that would be Austin's kind of like oh it's what's going to bring him back like you know Dougie Steve Austin (laughs) literally that's so
1: what it is everyone's
0: waiting you know way back two rows ago it was like oh as soon as he has that sip of beer (laughs) (laughs) that with both hands like Never stop Twin Peaks. <laughs> or when Austin walked outside and he saw Zamboni he just started crying and he didn't know why.
2: He didn't cry for
1: <laughs> and he's repeating everything he yeah. said. Yes.
2: Oh my God.
1: I love presents. Very Dougie. In this, oh my God. Has David Lynch like gone back through like old wrestling and just based this entire new season of Twin Peaks on it? <laughs> I-, I had a dream,
3: Steve, that when Kurt opens that present... Be a cherry pie. <laughs> if that's a fucking cherry pie, we can't kill Kirby.
0: Uh, come on, Steve. It's the bottom line, huh? Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold said so.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, we will, we
0: will stop. Albert gets a lot of different Jewish names from Paul Heyman tonight. The Moil of Misery. That's uh, oh. what he's going to try and get him over, Paul. Go All on, right. Paul. Hey, get him over. Wee! Moil of Misery. That'll catch on. X Pac, who's not even in the match, gets massive, loud X Pac sucks Chance.
3: Unbelievable the heat for this guy. It's
0: universal across the country. Heyman starts calling the Baldo Bomb something else. Did you pick that up? He starts calling it the Meshugginator. So they've got the Moil of Misery with the Meshugginator. Literally, after this, I was on Wikipedia. Is. Albert. Jewish. Jewish. Oh, okay, he is. It's right. okay. I
1: thought he was Japanese.
0: <laughs> Backstage, Tajiri cleans a haunted suit of armor from Scooby Doo. <laughs> regal has got a suit of armor. I love that. I wanted so bad for him to enchant that armor and have it wrestle for him.
3: Like <laughs> I'm going to have to start watching all the roars because I know there's got to be there has to be an episode where he lifts up the visor and Tajiri's in there like,
1: like I was going to say lifts up the visor and there's like a cup of tea or something because <laughs> WWE is so on the nose with the British Jericho's is. pissing it or <laughs> like glass a glass of piss like, <laughs> a big old piss hose oh fucking hell when Kane comes in here and
0: Tajiri reacts to Kane like a cat seed a cucumber it's yeah. fucking brilliant yeah. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> even know why he's scared he just knows he is scared like (laughs) and then yes we get it. fucking alley-oop by the big show one two three count that man yeah
3: alley-oop yeah won the match
0: fucking hey no one gets up from the alley-oop you're just lucky he didn't hit
3: the final cut on him. Like. It looks like an accident. It looks like he's going for a powerbomb and then he fucks it up. Like it's think, horrendous. Do
0: you think when like he was like, I would to OVW and I learned a cool new move? <laughs> like, yeah, show it to us, Big Show, okay. Or we'll pick him up for a powerbomb and uh, uh, that's the move. I uh, didn't slip and fall over. That's the move, definitely. Sure it is, Big Show. JR's like, oh, so some sort of power bomb flapjack? Well actually I was thinking we could call it. The alley
3: oop,
0: <laughs> <laughs> big alley, Paul oop. <laughs> I'm telling you, we get the fucking alley oop in this one. If he turns heel and/or cries, I'll win a line at Big Show. Bingo, it's great. <laughs> <crazy. laughs> Heyman says that Booker T is fighting for all of WCW, whatever the hell that means. Six men. <laughs> and one, woman. And one yeah. woman oh no what am <laughs> I talking women. about two women
3: Tory I forgot
0: Tory. to talk about Tory and her seduction of Vince McMahon you know when uh, that whole stuff was happening with Booker T and Buff Bagwell Concurrently, another thread throughout the night was that Tori Wilson showed up and said that her WCW contract was expired and she wanted to sign with Vince McMahon because he's Mr. Mac Daddy and he's so sexy and what a handsome, virile son of a bitch. Mm. Let's go have sex in the laundry room. And then Vince McMahon goes into the laundry room and he takes off his shirt and his pants and uh, then Tori tells him to close his eyes and when he opens them up and Vince is going you want to get a little bit i Mr. McMack Daddy. And then there's Linda stood in front of him. Uh, Tory pulled a trick on him. And after the title match is over, as in Booker T and Buff Bagwell are finished off, you've got Vince McMahon in his underpants, his trousers around his ankles, wiggling around, falling into some boxes, going, Linda, no! It's not what it looks like! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous.
1: I, I was hoping like you were going to say he opens his eyes and then there's like Taz just blowing a little kiss at him. <laughs>
0: if there was any point for them to declare that the invasion was on again and the battle lines were drawn, that would have been it. Like Vince McMahon is his underpants, No! Oh, the battle lines have been drawn! What the hell is going on? Fuck oh, it! Jim Ross as Jericho is being tossed around by Awesome. Y2J is being battered. Battered and fried here in South Atlanta. Now, that's what happens when Jim Ross starts a sentence less hungry than he ends it. <laughs> South
3: Atlanta honey sauce glazed on the. We're watching wrestling still, <laughs> folks? <laughs> Pillowy mounds
0: of mashed potatoes,
3: canned onions.
0: <laughs> because it's like if you know ECW at all, straight away you know what's going on. But Jr. is too fucking dumb to realise it. Jr. signed all these lads, so he thinks, oh, sure, they, they love it here. And Jr. with the lamest line, The Invasion, yeah, the ring is full of WWF spirits.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. they pom-poms. Bless him.
0: Coming up next, oh, a man who made his return on SmackDown in MSG, Scotty 2 Hotty, challenging Xbox for that light heavyweight championship Not so bad. Why? (laughs) Why?
1: There's more pressing matters at hand. We just fucking get
3: on with it. What
1: (laughs) the fuck's this? That is
3: the angriest I've ever seen your face. (laughs) About Scotty versus X. Why? (laughs)
1: Why are we having this match? We do not need it. Get on with it.
0: Billy, right, okay? If we don't have this light heavyweight championship match, then the invaders win. They can't know that they're getting to our way of WWF life. Where's your WWF Spirits? Lillian doesn't know any of the WCW guys' names.
4: And here comes WCR's team again.
1: She's not going to though, is she? Like...
0: They write it down for her!
1: <laughs> They're walking
0: in! She goes, and representing WCW Shuck Hair Shuck Hair! Who's he? Shuck Palumbo. And... She
1: was shucking some hairy clams like
0: Palumbo <laughs> and O'Hare tried to fuse and were imperfect and Like, Shuck Hair Like, And then she just stops She just gives up Like, doesn't even stew into the mic properly <laughs> Oh, I've got I'm to say right now, our last episode, when we talked about Raw, you know, with ECW coming in and all that, we've had an incident. Oh, yeah? Oh. We have, we've had an incident. Uh, not to use the term Nugget Gate, <laughs> but uh, I do think we have surpassed Nugget Gate. Is it Badge Gate by any It's Badge Gate! Yeah. yeah. Now, you can notice from the tone of my voice that I'm not sad about this. No. and you want to know why is this his home because last episode there was a moment where Austin said we don't need no stinking badges and he threw away and the crowd popped and we put our heads together and we came up with anti-badge sentiments. (laughs) Because, you know, we're hip, we're young, we're cool. Um, And the the issue from that was was that apparently we accidentally didn't recognise one of the most important parts of the American zeitgeist. Mm. Which is a misquote from a movie which has then appeared in several other movies, most notably... Blazing
1: Saddles. Mm. Uh, I've seen Blazing Saddles. I have seen Blazing Saddles. I've seen Blazing Saddles. Was guess... this was this news to all of us then? N- uh, yes, because I don't remember every single line from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> what? Yeah. Get out. I remember Mongo punching a horse. He did,
0: didn't he? <laughs> and then there was the bit with the KKK. That as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that was good times. It's funny. This line, the significance of it? No. I mean, for me, it was very confusing because never before, and I swear this has surpassed own heart being called a nugget, never before have we had. I just, like, I might as well have not released the episode, I feel, because I might as well have just said, Hey everyone, we didn't know the line from Blazing Saddles. Tweet in if you know the line from Blazing Saddles. Because that's the only feedback. I think, I don't even know if the episode was any good or not. Yeah. There was a bit where we talked about Twin Peaks. That was alright, wasn't it? For us, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was alright. But the reason why I'm happy is because it's not just me this time. It's Mm. these two fucking Egyptians here as well that I'm sitting beside. So, uh, in future, if you're wondering. How come the iChair podcast didn't know about that? They're just as culpable as me. Uh, Adam Bibelow, Billy Cable, find them on LinkedIn. Let them know that you have seen Blazing Saddles better than uh, they have.
1: I mean, at least we're not Sam Chaplin. (laughs) Because if he was in this situation... Don't
0: use his... How dare you bring up... (laughs) That man is a saint and you will not be sullied on this, this
1: disgusting podcast. I mean, Sam would have gotten away with it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's his <laughs> even if he had seen now. the movie yeah. <laughs> he would, have, he would and, have gotten away with it and the moment has now passed where
3: you two could have went I've not seen that film mate and therefore you've been hoisted by your own batards that would have been worse I think like, you've never even seen Blazing Saddles never mind forgotten one line from it <laughs> in particular like, I'm okay with it because uh, it's really their fault you know you know so if you're to blame for something and you're just a part of it and Mm. you're not the only one to blame you're fine doesn't matter
0: pretty much like yeah Yeah, worth
1: knowing I think it should be a thing now in all media where if a reference is made there should be like a little subtitle Mm. so don't care about no stinker badges blazing saddles reference it (laughs) made things a lot easier especially (laughs) like Especially a job like ours, you know, it makes it easier. We <laughs> it's understood
0: a tough, all the already, right? I, I was just saying, you know, you know, these guys—they they thought it's called Blazing Saddles with it with an apostrophe, like Blazing Squad. Mm. So I mean, if there's anyone to blame, it's those two, not me. You know, I tried to stop them, guys. I tried to. I tried to. I couldn't get a word in edgeways. You know, I tried to stop them and you know disparaging Blazing Saddles. Nothing I could do. So. He's the one that hates Lemmy though, don't forget that. (laughs) He might have fans out there, that is all Kevin. Oh Jesus, when fucking Mel Brooks dies, we're going to hit it up the arse, aren't we? (laughs) Oh fucking hell. Vince McMahon's promo of The Old Stone Cold. Have you guys watched this
1: one recently? Yeah, Yeah. How would you describe it? One of the most heartfelt promos ever. (laughs) He looks like he's about to cry the whole way
2: through.
0: I mean, that promo, for me, is like... That's like Vince's last day at work. He's like, I'm going to go out there and fucking blow up the town, man. Give us the the mic. Come here, look at this. (laughs) It's
2: so
3: intense. We've had angles where he wants to murder his son and divorce his wife, and that hasn't felt as personal as Stone Cold being the new Stone Cold. Like...
0: Oh man, how did Steve Austin keep a straight face the entire time? Cause he has that blank Dougie Austin looking on the whole time, and he's like, Come on, Steve motherfucker! He says, I need the kind of Steve Austin. I don't take no shit from <laughs> no- one. And, like, He can see the blood of slowly <laughs> migrating north to his brain, like, you know. I mean, I'm just saying afterwards, can you imagine Vince when he went backstage after that? They've like put him in a bag of ice.
1: <laughs> Kurt angle style.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> like Vince is there mean fans in a wheelchair afterwards, like... I'm too weak! Oh, I it. So Austin heads off, he walks away into the distance, the head down, dragging the belt behind him like he's fucking Charlie Brown, who's been fucked upside the head on Christmas morning. And then Vince goes, Give me a stutter! And then he stops.
3: And then he walks away. Oh I love it. So just turn
0: around, Stone Cold! Come back, Stone Cold! Damn it, don't leave! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing! Heartbreaking!
3: Yeah, felt bad for him.
0: Like, honestly, can you think of like if you ever wanted to leave anyone, just go away and like you want you want to keep her lit, like keep the night going. you ever had that like where someone's like, no nah, come on, we're having a good time. Damn it, Steve! Have some buck fast with me. Come on! We'll get some- fun fucking
1: we'll get some beers in it's three in the morning
0: come on
1: it, it almost feels like the scene in AI when Joel Jawsman gets left left in the woods <laughs> <laughs> so if someone could recut that but have Joel Jawsman running after the car with Vince McMahon over the top I think we'd be on to a winner
3: there, lads. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> going to have to be me, isn't it? you've <laughs> fucking said it. Well, who here is going to make that video? <laughs> I just, just say, yeah, if anyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> while you're
0: at it, can you do Austin eating loads of spinach and going, "Uh, <laughs> they <out of> <laughs> <laughs> Got spinach coming out of my ass. <laughs> so then we have the Austin later on, we cut to the bar. He's just playing a bit of pool. <laughs> when he's cutting playing pool, and Jim Ross goes, Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Now's not the time to be playing snooker, Steve. Come on, like. Oh, so, Freddie Bassi cuts a big and passionate speech that also featured speeches from The Undertaker. The Undertaker said Sunday, Invasion was big because we got to finally find out who was the phony brave and the crazy tough. <laughs>
3: What is it with him and that? Like, he does like. Wait, that, no, or it? is it phony tough and crazy brave? Phony tough and crazy phony, brave. Phony tough and crazy I keep getting them mixed so up. That's a rubbish thing to say, anyway. Like, phony tough and crazy That happened before in a previous episode. Because yeah, he just
0: went randomly like, I'm trying to
3: find out who's phony tough. And the crazy brave. It was when he was on commentary on SmackDown Crawl, just before just before he left for his divorce. And me and Kevin were like, well obviously he's just his heart's not in it, so he's just making up any old shit. But I've heard it on like at least two or three other occasions now where he says phony tough and crazy brave. What is that? I'd love to know. Some sort of old gunslinger. Expression. Oh shit, it's gonna be another Blazing Saddles fucking thing.
0: <laughs> I, no, it was great, wasn't it? It was fucking brilliant when he said Crazy Brave. Great reference
3: there, I got it.
0: He, I like the way that you just said it. You didn't add anything, just said it. Like that, perfect, great.
1: Oh, I love this promo package. <laughs> The invasion is proper not World War Two, though, is it? What are you it's talking like, about? It's proper not comparable.
0: ECW or Japan, <laughs> WCW... I'm not saying they're a front for the Nazis, but I mean, come on, like, I mean, WCW are clearly meant to be Germany, uh, or maybe Germany and Italy. Uh, but yeah, sure, it's World War Two, right?
1: I think it's more like Vietnam because no one gives a
0: shit (laughs) no one's really sure why we're fighting you know what's the state here exactly and everyone WCW has gotten out of the draft somehow (laughs) (laughs) Goldberg's got some serious bone spurs like you know Paul was managing to try and pivot this into what his idea was of the invasion and Paul cut these promos and you never really hear of it again until Paul talks about it later in November which is he is sick of sports entertainment. That's what WWF is. It's a fucking cartoon show. He is here for wrestling he misses wrestling wrestlers that's what people are here to see not sports entertainment and you've not lived until you've seen Shane McMahon Stephanie DDP and fucking Mark Jindrak. Go, yeah fuck sports entertainment (laughs) wrestling and Paul Heyman did this whole thing it's like death to sports entertainment long live wrestling like he's been CM Punk in 2011 here pretty much he also cut a promo in Latin. Dominis, Dominis, in Dominic Patri, in Philly, in
5: Spirito Santos, amen. Death to sports entertainment, death to the W. W.
2: Why?
3: Why? <laughs> You you watch the, anyone
2: to he watch the it. West Wing, mate? <laughs> this is pretty much the
0: like President Barlow, like, going to promo in Latin. He made everyone in the uh, coalition take a name. And they all got dead. They all took a knee and they all looked down at the ground. And he's like going, Minus nonus, Omnis Domini, axis to axis, in He cut a fucking promo in Latin to get this shit over. <laughs> Did you notice that when they, they went, like, after the package was over, it did the Shane-Vince face Mm. but it flashed Stephanie it was like (laughs) Stephanie and Shane and Shane and Vince and then Vince and Stephanie so they kind of put her in there they should
1: have mixed Stephanie and Heyman I'd like to see that
0: like composite image oh like they can fucking figure out who's meant to be in charge seriously Heyman comes out and he's like I'm the boss of ECW and then Stephanie's like I'm the boss of ECW and Paul's like right boss <laughs> in the next segment he's like Spike as the boss of ECW I need to tell you to come to the ECW offices it's like where is that your ma's house like <laughs> I would have hoped with the poster though they would have done a special edition like laminate with a yeah, holographic. holographic yeah, yeah.
3: maybe that the word is just not ready for a holographic pay-per-view poster the annoying thing is is that you've got two play-by-play guys that are both pro-WWF it would have made way more sense to have Heyman on commentary and he can be the heel like they normally have that's what they go with
0: but I think like, it's Heyman has in his mind I think manoeuvred himself into a main event non-speaking wrestling manager authority figure spot Mm. that's you you have Vince in your ear all night that's a much sweeter deal than having to sit there being shouted at I would have liked to see Aaron Anderson and Scott Hudson whisper their objections. <laughs> I don't know. I think WCW is good. No, it's not. Okay, guys. I <laughs> guess I won't do that then. Should have brought Mark Madden
2: in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shit, don't say that. Because <laughs> if we're doing how-to commentary and how-to wrestling and like a few people have been like, yeah, I don't like Mark Madden. He just he searches his name and then he's like, well, I made it and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have been told on four separate occasions now and others included in the tweets that I, have not made it or i didn't do it but mark madden did whatever it is he did he's done it i haven't wrestled mean gene oakland either so you know and i've not gotten you know i got got beaten up by tank Adam and had my breasts fondled on television either so
3: yeah you did it mark you really did it do you reckon all of us lot and joe is like a podcasting family can get mark madden to come on an episode or a recording of some sort and really tackle this issue at all knowing
0: him he's probably in here right now like (laughs) MTV like instead of GTV just Mark Madden is secretly watching all wrestling media like seeing if he gets mentioned and then responding with anger (laughs) what
1: a (laughs) <laughs> what a what
0: did you call him? I remember if you called him the welting uh, statue of a wax pig? Before. No, 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 no so I called him the... Um, the corpse the, of a blowed pig! Yeah, or, uh,
1: the, the corpse of a drowned pig. Drowned! Because <laughs> he looked moist!
0: Which is the worst way for a pig to die, yeah. like, you know, the scariest like, there's, way. There, there's a difference between a dead pig and then a
1: dead pig in a body of water. <laughs> like, there's a difference there. There's swelling, there's swelling now. <laughs>
0: of course uh, Paul Heyman leaving commentary is not the only change we've had on Smackdown Taz has left as well so JR and Cole are running the whole show in terms they're doing double duty on Raw and Smackdown Here, JR on Smackdown is quite strange but Cole is very heartbroken because he has to explain to his kids what the heck has happened to Uncle Taz (laughs) His kids love Taz so much, you see Billy, that they miss him. And they're like, what? And he's like, he's in danger. What am I going to do, go home and tell the kids where Uncle Taz is? How he's not going to come to their birthday party
3: anymore? Here you go, here I am Unky Taz, thank you Russian Taz a lot of fries
2: <laughs> Can
0: you take the fries off, they are
3: extremely hot
0: <laughs> Here's you, Taz will smell like Oh you got the stink lines <laughs> oh, it. Backstage, Vince McMahon's very happy
4: Yes,
5: yes Agent Christian reek of awesomeness. Damn right. Come on in. Mr. McMahon. Yeah, did you just see that? Yeah. That's the way you started invasion. Wonderful, yes. That's the spirit. I just thought I'd inform you that Stone Cold Steve Austin and Miss Deborah have just arrived. Would you like me to whoa, whoa, whoa. The old Stone Cold. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking, smashing beer. Uh huh. Would you like me to go and inform him to come? You know. Given the abduction of Deborah and all of that, you know, and I know the frame of mind that Stone Cold is in, why don't we just give him a little bit of space at the moment, all right? But you should be thinking about your match with Raven. I cannot believe that that punsy little toe rag would even even dare challenge me. I mean, I'm the
3: commissioner, what is he thinking?
5: I don't know what he's thinking, but but all you have to do is to go out and do exactly what George Washington did to King George's redcoats and the Revolutionary War. Absolutely smear them, bloody them up. That's all you've got to do. Maybe that was a bad example, but you understand. Yes, I think so. Yes yeah
0: Agent Christian Reek of awesomeness (laughs) (laughs) doing a little (laughs) that (laughs) inexplicably he was reminded of Vince from Camp WWE all throughout the night here Mm. he's like a pig in shit all night long he's so happy I never get to see happy Vince that you can be happy with him
3: yeah you can actually enjoy seeing him being happy
0: like on Smackdown after Old Stone Cold came back it was fucking precious he was literally like fucking Seymour waiting for a fry to come home he was there at the (laughs) door <laughs> like any, like any news on Stone Cold being here yet? Ah, uh, 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 not just Stone- the old Stone Cold's he gonna be here. And later on in the night, he sat there literally vibrating on the chair like he's got fucking worms or something. And in comes Sergeant Slaughter, and he goes, Vince, I've got some news for you. And you know straight away Vince stands and Goes, what is it? What's going on? It's like if you want to sit down for this, Vince. Um, I just want you to know that that Stone Cold Steve Austin is here. And then Vince gets up and goes, Ah, ah. ah. The old stone cold, The two of <laughs> them were like doing a little dance together. Like woohoo. Like they won a mini game at Mario Party. They go, He's so happy. I it, hope it goes well for him. Even got hit by a guitar. I'm loved every second of it. <laughs> Austin was acting suspect on that Smackdown. Wasn't he? Yeah. He was very quiet. Like he came in late. He finally arrived. Vince was like Austin oh, can I get you a beer? He's like I don't want beer now, maybe I'll have beer later. I'll just take a water. And he says nothing and he's really quiet. Little smile on his face smashes Vince over the head with the guitar at one point I've christened this version of Steve Austin Richard
2: fuck oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking beat Let me because he's kind of
0: like he's not quite one or the other is he are you back 100% are you though are you Richard and Linda
3: <laughs> I was so pleased with myself for coming up with
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> for oh shit I might have ruined the next like, three pages
3: of notes. <laughs> drop a little hint here, <laughs> I do love that Vince is dressed exactly like Michael from GTA 5 now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Big blue suit on, oh, like, Daddy's
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> no one better steal this man's boat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> big man, Sykes Regal up with the thought of the blood of English patriots. All right, go on. We can always look again get it in the open. Go on, say it. Go on, say they're heroes. <laughs>
3: uncomfortable rather quick <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has turned beet red and looks really serious right all I'll now. say
1: is we'll have our revenge
3: <laughs> <laughs> whoa <Wow. laughs> oh,
0: fucking hell we're coming for you America <laughs> wait as long as you go after Ireland again like you know we're, we're alright like no, you know. Have bigger right.
1: fish to fry mate. We're, we're
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> not even on the priority either <laughs> what's going on let's get back to the wrestling shall we see like anyone listening in America is just probably thinking I've always just had a
0: suspicion that all English people are just you know biding their time they are they are Help! Send help! I'm here in their homeland. I'm in fucking Bowser's Castle!
3: Come get me, you pricks! Oh, they think you're English anyway, mate. They don't know what you are. Why do they keep
0: thinking that? I'm clear! Oh, you know that English guy who surprisingly hates the English on the a podcast? What's he all about, anyway? Always oh, going on about his brogues
1: For fuck's sake. All I'm saying is don't forget who butters your bread.
0: <laughs> don't you quote Irish jam at me, motherfucker. <laughs>
4: Yeah. <sighs>
3: So we get a recap of shady Nick Patrick's shady officiating. An actual full-on video package for this match. Fucking love it.
0: I love so much about it. I love the Jim Ross said I knew Nick Patrick's father and he will be ashamed of this boy. He's a fifty-three-year-old
2: man.
0: I fucking can't wait. I was I was literally vibrating for this. Like the only thing that could have got me more excited was the Fink versus Buffer or something like. Like that. I'll do it I'll beat you And I'll do it For a tenth of the price A hundredth of the price <laughs> Nick Patrick gets a low blow And then he hits A fucking running Diving dropkick Yeah Does it Oh Nick will fight you <laughs> He'll do a fucking Baseball slide dropkick He'll fight you I can just tell from Adam is looks so exacerbated right now
3: <laughs>
2: I, and yeah. me and
3: Billy are like
0: talking like this like it's rock Austin like,
3: and then Nick Patrick hit him in the willy if you, you <laughs> look at my notes like you can tell it's a different story <laughs> the football,
2: like.
3: well the title of your match is for fuck's sake seriously <laughs> I honestly I'm amazed at what you guys are saying I thought this was the most tedious asinine thing yeah all the
0: referees bro yeah. and then Foley has to go you are out
2: of here so <laughs> all
0: of them like so much what a combo you would have done so many points
1: just after he ejects them all we get a a, a, we get a sign and I think this is the reason why this pay-per-view got such high buy rates (laughs) is that they aren't wrestling fans because we get a we heart Nick Folly sign (laughs) Nick Folly Nick Folly these people the people have turned up aren't wrestling fans
0: they're WCW fans You don't even know who
2: Nick
1: Folly is mate
0: (laughs) Folly is goo I thought you knew this (laughs) Nick (laughs) Folly is goo (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Deborah, the Graham Chapman of the group, keeping a straight (laughs) face the whole
1: time, delivering her lines as the scene required. So, yeah, why have no one kicked off about that? Yeah, I know! (laughs) That flew under the radar! (laughs) I did this, like, (laughs) fucking hell! You allowed this to happen.
3: (laughs) Now, in the promo package we get beforehand, we get JBL summing up the entire invasion so eloquently. Like, I think you really hit the nail on the head here. WCW, it's real simple. Yum yum, come get your some. I'm really hungry for some yum yums right
0: now. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, over in America, while you're there with your zeitgeist mocking us for not knowing your blazing saddles reference, we have yum yums over here. <laughs> and they're really tasty. Because we're all
3: children in England. <laughs> Ooh, let's have a bag of yum yums
0: <laughs> Well, the, the plan is with Billy, right, is that we're going to make out that the UK is very childlike and doesn't pose a threat. Sleeper cells, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> sleeper cells. <ourselves. laughs> very random a kid in my class in 2001 thought that America was discovered by Christopher Palumbo (sighs) uh, yeah it also reminds me of my uh, idea for a hit spin-off TV series on the network Palumbo just one more thing why did you marry Billy Gunn Paul Heyman appears behind Billy Kidman who's there the whole time What do you mean? Are you out of your mind? We are losing! (laughs) Okay, Okay. we might as well uh, talk about the highlight of the night. One of the worst written segments ever. Uh. What happens when a bunch of stressed out male writers who've never been with a woman (laughs) sit down and write some female dialogue? Tori Wilson, Stacey Keebler, they chat like a 12 year old writing his first ever porn script. Stace, I
2: was born. It's
1: just too bad the audience is gonna have to settle to see Tristratus and her bra tonight.
2: They're gonna be missing out on these big, voluptuous breasts. Your breasts and my ass. My legs go from
4: here all the way up to here. And no
5: one looks better in panties than me, especially Lita. The only way I could look better would be to be wearing none at all. But since the audience isn't going to see it, I think there might be two people that we could give a private showing to.
2: Hmm.
4: Maybe after the show, we can give a private viewing to Matt and Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. You know they want us. <laughs> Stace, you do have a verve. I know. Okay.
1: This is like Tumblr fan fiction. No, yeah. Tumblr has got some. Tumblr
0: would make it at least poetic, Billy. They're literally pointing at the parts they're both going. These tits are all right, aren't they? This is round.
2: <laughs> this is
0: round this is not how this is one of the few times you see two women talking with each other on WWF back in the day this is not how women talk
1: and if people any people are uh, keeping up this does not pass the Bechdel test (laughs) (laughs) really yeah because they're talking about their firm
0: breasts
2: Mm
0: -hmm. okay it it makes no sense because Stacey talks about how she's got very long legs and then Tori's like, whoa, you've got a firm ass. So that's meant to be like, great, that's what everyone wants. But Tori starts going on about her firm breasts. And it's like, I can't get that thing out of my head. And you know, four year old virgin. It's like, like a bag of sand. Like sand. Bag of sand. <laughs> the next night on Raw, Tori Wilson's like, can you believe what Trish Stratus has done? She's just jealous. She's jealous that my breasts are way more firm than hers are ever going to be. And that's the segment. Breasts aren't meant to be firm. Should
3: probably get that checked out. <laughs> <You> go <laughs> to a doctor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got <a> greyscale <laughs> or something <laughs> like. Big pop for William Regal coming out. Yeah. That's so nice to
1: see. Yeah. That's never happened before. He's
0: full on face now. Yeah. They had this glorious moment where like Taz had been picking on Tujiri and they had this great double swerve where Tajiri and Taz are in the ring with Regal and Regal had been beaten up and Tajiri takes off the shirt and it's the ECW shirt and Regal's like oh fuck I'm here with these two killers I'm gonna die and then Tajiri mists Taz rips off the ECW shirt puts him in the tarantula Willie Regal starts beating the shit out of Taz like a punching bag and the crowd are fucking nuclear and Regal's like come on lead a big rally up like a total baby face and that's it Regal's a face now awesome love it He's so good, Regal. So, so good. JR says that ECW used to be about being unique and having attitude, which I think is really on the nose, seeing as, you know, Heyman later goes on to say, you know, attitude is just you ripping off ECW. Mm -hmm. And Cole, who obviously is an old school ECW head, you know, says that ECW, JR, it used to be about balls and bravado, but now it's just about muscles and money. Which is the name of my new tag team,
1: <laughs> Muscles and Money?
0: maybe me a man,
1: oh, muscles and money! Uh, I was going to say it sounds—it like I was about to go into like the unheard chorus of Girls and Boys by Good Charlotte. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, don't
0: you silly this talk about
1: muscles, money,
0: and colts killing each other with Good Charlotte. the unheard chorus, the un- unheard what chorus. The
1: fuck! It's on the B side, right? <laughs>
3: I'm so pissed
1: at
0: you oh, oh oh by the way so we we're talking about obscure references the only other one we got was like five or six people going cracking Nintendo official yeah, <laughs> yeah well done with loads, that. The, loads of pictures of the shirt and everything so I think they cancel each other out it's fine <laughs> we're all right we're good we're good we're good right I'll tell you about this Thai team that we have in here uh, have you heard about Shoguns Oh. oh yes you don't know about showguns showguns Show the comedy tag team of big sexy Paul Weiss and the one Billy Gunn they have formed together because you know the way All the, the last few weeks they've been talking about oh, Big Show all wasted potential on Billy Gunn he's shit I hated him <laughs> they form a tag team oh. And they're coming out like on SmackDown together working as a tag team. They lose their debut, by the way. (laughs) And Cole is like, Billy Gunn and the Big Show, two of the classic underachievers here in the WWF. We had a comedy segment where the two of them went to WWF New York to formally, you know, when you... uh, Want a former Thai team and you consecrate it with marinara sauce and breadsticks. Yeah. That's what they did. And they're sitting there and like in their nice shirts and they hate each other as well. Billy's like, Why don't you order everything on the damn menu, you big fat piece of shit? And he's like, Well, maybe I'll order the Billy Bitch cakes thing. Like, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs>
1: Come to WWF
0: New York and you'll see
1: action like this all the time. So they call it Shogun. Shoguns. What about the gun show? gun show oh. the
0: gun show no the reason they said they were showguns is because they're the two like the showguns. you polish them up the two fucking nicest bits of your collection we only take them out on oh, special so occasions
1: like, no. special guns because when you said shogun I imagined like a samurai oh right that's what I thought like, Showguns that's even worse then no Billy's right that's the so that's
3: it should the, be the gun show could be gun show they come out they do this and they're like welcome to the gun show baby no like that's way better gimmick I it's, mean it's poor but with show guns, though it's because
0: like the, the, the two prized possessions of the collection you only take them out for special occasions like yeah, Sunday was, night and East. they don't work <laughs> yeah, they don't work they're like imitation guns like. Billy Guns had his firing pin removed <laughs> <laughs> what Big Show only shoots blanks. (laughs) (laughs) I just love the idea of them saying this up, Like, an invasion
3: or worst three guys are going to take on their worst three
4: guys.
3: And then Big Show puts Canyon in the powerbomb position, looks up and he goes, (laughs) i He called
4: his shot
0: at him.
3: Like Babe Ruth, the Big Show went in there and he called his
0: shot. Even better than the fact that he called his shot and he said, was Michael Cole goes, he calls it the alley-oop.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, God, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's a
1: rubbish move, isn't it?
3: Oh, what are you on about? They only did it there to send the crowd home happy, mate. Everyone popped big for the Ali oop JR, when Taz comes out, he's trying to figure out, like, Taz's mindset and where he's at these days, and he just goes... This guy is a strange enigma to say the least. He's paranoid one minute, he's broadcasting the next. (laughs) Yeah, those are two different ends of the spectrum of emotions. (laughs) He's done it all and everything in between, including having lunch.
0: So I was really like dreading going back and watching this because I'm like, oh god, I like I don't like Rob Van Dam that much no more. Like I just think of his shitty TNA run.
2: Uh. Rob Van
0: Dam, oh. you have to get oh. up now. <laughs> you have to go to work. <laughs> you didn't get
4: milk last night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then the next time on Raw Bradshaw and Farouk they loved him they were big up for him like hey we love what you're doing Kurt you're great we got this for you he's like what's this it's beer it's what we drink and he's like oh beer huh <laughs> it begins <laughs> and he, he drinks it and goes wow when did they start making this stuff come on and later on the night Vince is like damn it Kurt we need action he's like you want action and he like holds him up against the wall he's like I'm gonna give you so much action Vince your head's gonna spin he's all like I'm cool Kurt Angle and then like, later on the night he's like in someone's face and someone's like Oh my God, have you been drinking, Kurt? And he's like, whatever, guys.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: and then like Stacy and Tori are like, hey guys. And Matt and Jeff are like, whoa, other women?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, Look how firm their breasts are. <laughs> oh, I, and they start making these. <laughs> I thought <laughs> 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 you know.
0: So Heyman, when he did this angle, all of this happens and WBF get a knock at the door saying hey guys you're actively promoting a pay-per-view using copyright that you do not own and WBF went to bankruptcy court and <laughs> their actual I explained the court transcripts they described the ECW copyright as being like a sofa left out in the yard sale <laughs> that anyone could come by and pick up
2: uh...
3: Which was e- Vince himself defending the like, <laughs> yeah, like, Who the fuck would say that? Jerry McDevitt,
0: their legal guy, wow. I guess. But here's the really interesting thing about it though. The value of ECW before this all happened was probably worth a couple of hundred grand. Not that much indeed. And if a couple of hundred grand was paid for ECW, Heyman might get a little bit, his parents might get a little bit, but the majority of that was apparently meant to go to a claim who had been owed a lot of money, the video game company they had a fucking terrible time with. So what they did was, they do this angle, big hype up, and now all of a sudden ECW has been promoted, everyone's talking about ECW, ECW is part of WBF, so WBF decide, right, will go to bankruptcy court and we'll buy the copyright, which is now at a much, much higher price. Paul Heyman gets his payday, his parents get the payday, a much bigger payday than they would have gotten otherwise, and WBF at the last minute got an injunction which meant that they could backdate the copyright, which meant that what they did the previous week was fine. So Heyman went from being a man who had personal and corporate bankruptcy to getting his brand on TV, getting himself off commentary, getting himself paid and getting his parents paid. All the while not having to pay anyone from ECW who's owed money
1: because dang bankruptcy court, guys. He's fucking amazing. Like, amazing. It's so scummy, but that's amazing. Yeah, that is really
0: impressive. And honestly, there's probably way more to it than that. Yeah, That's all that could be gleaned, because Heyman's lips are sealed about all that. Of that should be a film. Like, imagine <laughs> that as a film. In-fucking-credible. I can't believe he's managed to do all this. And, like, how you can... Like tells ball face light. like he probably when he was hired by Vince he was like well I own the trademark yeah. CCW as well so we could do something down the line.
4: Oh, I got it.
0: Taker gets his hands on DDP. Jr. says that Diamond Dallas Page is ugly. It's
3: not the best you've got, Jim? Oh no,
0: the best he's got is what he called Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Paul Heyman, he is a sick, smelly, hideous human being. <laughs> <laughs> smelly.
2: <laughs> smelly. <laughs>
0: Paul Havens on commentary to spread the word of the alliance. Okay.
3: Now explain why he's allowed to do that.
0: He is though. They're
3: winning. The alliance are winning. They can do things. So
0: I remember World War 2 at the BBC broadcast you get all flustered it's like well I don't like it one bit ladies and gentlemen but at 5 past noon we have to turn this broadcast over to the National Socialist Party <laughs> of Germany and I don't like it one bit here are the Nazis and they come out all oh, fucking talk let the bodies in the world bro- let <laughs> the bodies <in> the- <laughs> Paul Heyman starts making things a bit confusing for us at home. We were trying to make sense of this angle still. He says, I invasion. The alliance took over. So there, they took over now. That's
3: right? it. Okay, that makes no sense. That's fine.
0: How come there's no you know alliance? How come there's no alliance logo? Yeah, no, not yeah.
1: even that. Not even. Even the corporate ministry had a logo. What is it, McMahon going, ha 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 ha, ha that <laughs> They had a vibe. <laughs> JR responds to Heyman
3: by saying that Austin is so evil now, he turned his back on the WWF and stabbed everybody in the spine.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fucking hell. To fully betray
0: someone, you must remove the spinal cord and separate blood flow from the brain. It's like he's a predator.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> spraying them out, you know, little skulls
0: and all that,
2: yeah.
3: Jericho came out on Smackdown. It was like, i got some very special guests here tonight to see Stephanie McMahon. Please welcome the Apes from Tim Burton's remake of <laughs> The Planet of the Apes. A couple of Apes come out. They came out to Kamala's music as well. Oh, jeez.
0: In case you're ever wondering
1: like, oh, is Vince McMahon really that racist? Yes, yes, he is. Well, it was, Never forget. Was it at least Tim Roth and Helen of <laughs> <and Carter? laughs> Did they get a tie-in? Did, was Marky Mark
3: there? Jericho may have you believe it was them, but I'm pretty oh. sure... These were two of the background apes, clearly. Oh. Really. And the whole thing culminated with Stephanie McMahon getting a pie in the face. She was very displeased that these apes had up. So you got Jericho, you got Stephanie covered in pie, and there's two apes in full-on ape mode, like flailing their arms around and dancing and shit. Which
2: is
0: our character, because the apes in Planet of the Apes weren't like that. They were no, serious. they were focused. sensible folks. I,
1: I think it would have been better if like, she got pied in the face. Wiped off the uh, the cream from her face and just looked up and there was a big monkey version of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs>
3: You're a man that likes his Tim Burton remake. Well, well, there you
0: go. Billy Cable has just spoiled the only <laughs> <laughs> a
3: lot of people are gonna
0: watch that.
3: The last good twist
0: that was left in cinema it's just going to sit there in the watch list now like a fucking idiot. Great. <laughs> and the best thing about this, right, is that Jericho, like, wrote about this in his book, he's like, I, I came to TV and they're like, yeah, the apes are going to come from <laughs> <laughs> And like, yeah, all right. Like, and,
3: heaven is like dancing <laughs> around the carpet. <cardboard. laughs>
0: and literally, when Jericho did it, and it's literally just like, here are apes, and you, like, fuck you, Stephanie. And you're like, ah, oh, this is so bad. I'm covered in pie. And there are apes. It doesn't get worse than this. Jericho swears it is the loudest and most sincerely he's ever heard Vince McMahon laugh in his entire life. <laughs> of course, I'm not surprised. No,
3: that makes perfect sense. So
0: we got the tears there. Someone being pushed into a pool, which he's admitted. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Now suspected. When you see that person's face as they fall, and the- I'm getting hard just thinking. <laughs> about. Oh boy, I'm just getting hard thinking about Adam Biblo, thinking about me, thinking about. <laughs> and he's got that he finds very funny, and then there's also uh, Stotters is up there yeah, as well, yeah, very funny. And, uh, right over the top of that man and there is yeah. apes yeah.
3: is it a woman or his daughter specifically I think it's specifically Steph that makes it far spicier for him Vince
0: wanted to do this back in 83 for her birthday party you know when she was a young girl but Linda talked him out of it and he's like god right when, when she's when she's 31 though you owe me Linda <laughs> As Spike hot tags Bradshaw. Part of me expected him to come in and start hitting Spike
1: as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to get you! <laughs> I'll show you how we do in the WWF! He's like your man from Judge Dredd He gets stuck on headbutt mode.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shane dances
0: away. Alliance pick up the win. Bubba Ray goes Wah! I love Just that. Turning
1: into Warrior. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, no. oh, you see, he's like a fucking pig witch or something. Apple like, cam- camera right in his face. Like,
0: <laughs> He's like a uh, whiz pig from Diddy Kong Racing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, whiz pig on that euphoric trance. Oh, One time, Meat went backstage and he's like, Mr. Austin, I'm a huge fan. You've inspired me so much. I want to let you know that I'm here to do whatever you want for the Alliance. And Austin's like, god damn you got a hell of a body there kid you ever thought about getting into the business of professional wrestling <laughs> <laughs> like tall like not a character like podcast Steve Austin yeah. normal the business of professional you want to go down to Whole Foods with me and talk about <laughs> <it>? <laughs> this is like when someone told me that eating lint is like eating butter this is just like it's ruined this <laughs> fundamentally forever but you know what it's still good.
3: It's still good. He means lint chocolate as well, not the lint out of the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get people tweeting in saying, Kevin's a freak. I'm <laughs> <the> <laughs> listen, yeah. Angry selfie myth covered in lint. <laughs> what the fuck kind on of a
0: podcast is this?
3: I hate you. <laughs> oh, I got it. The best part is at the very end, we get to see Albert covered in red mist looking like a newborn baby. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 in the lens.
3: You know the way, you, there's like rules
0: about how young a baby can be that you can use on camera and I always think it's my favourite thing when I'm watching anything with Joe and it's like, oh, your character's given birth. like, and Here's your baby. They have to have like a one-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> my job be like, here I am. I'm your baby. The world's biggest skyscraper here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> w- <Yeah. laughs>
0: Terry was in WWF New York. The jailer's like, well, folks, I don't know if you seen it last week, but Terry got dumped for a mop. Terry, how did that come about? She's there, like, all like sad and shaking on her own, looking kind of sad. And Paul Himes like, excuse me one minute, J-R, excuse me, Terry Runnels, what is wrong with you? Are you blind? Can you believe that you're so uncharismatic and hideously ugly that your own boyfriend, Perry Saturn, would pick a mop instead of being with you for the second longer? You make me sick, Terry." And she's like, ah, and runs <laughs> off crying. And then she joins the alliance wow so she joined the alliance after Heyman Brownbeer her yeah. for being like subhuman scum in his words essentially Jeez. it is the most harrowing fucking like okay have the gag that Perry's picked him up don't be like ah, she's a fucking idiot as well yeah. like, let's have a go at Terry like backstage, Stephanie McMahon in an old Irish rinky-dink Halloween costume. You're going as the black ghost
1: of, on Puka Dove this year, Stephanie. <laughs> Wear this bin bag. Oh. I-, I was going to say she's like very much turning into Rita Repulsa. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of fixed with the Alliance already because Lance Storm's already got the uh, charisma of a putty. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the L in the middle of it.
0: Hands like and legs, like, you know. So, Steph's in a bin bag with Rhino. She's uh, basically wanting Rhino to beat up Chris Jericho because I hate him, I hate, I hate him. him, I, I hate, hate you. him. Not as much as I hate Planet of the Apes, stuff, but <laughs> I, uh, I get it every single time in Meltzer and Alvarez's newsletters when The Rock does the Rock, but i like oh yeah you're you a <laughs>
1: you <are an> <laughs> so it's fucking smart
0: call it the fuck <laughs> yeah so Austin hit the three quarters sit out uh, neckbreaker. Um, you know it's got kind of like a sitting ace crusher you know call it its name guys can you hear it can you smell it can you feel it today if you can't we will be doomed anyway stop it Sunset Flip Bomb Off the Ladder by Jeff Hardy and Chip Ross says it's the biggest sunset flip in captivity. What? What? Captivity? Captivity? Sunset Flips should
1: be free yeah. <laughs> to roam the lands and the sunsets from which they come. Dick's out for Sunset Flip.
2: For God's sake.
0: There's only one way you could describe the recap of this, which is creepy page He's so fucking weird. Yeah, he's went off the deep end now. He has got literally a Harley Quinn style shrine. Yeah, for I was gonna say Batman <laughs> for for Sarah. It's like all like. It's got like a VHS tape that's like a a loop of Sarah's face, like, you know. Also as well, if you imagine Harley Quinn
1: with DDP's voice, it just, you know, ruins Harley (laughs) (laughs) Quinn.
2: Yo, Mr. J! I
1: was half expecting Undertaker to find like his diary, which is just going to like explain a story where he threw up on a woman in the subway, like John Doe from Seven. (laughs) He's going like all in maniac. He's on his
0: knees in front of his (laughs) shrine. Sarah, I love you so much. I can't get you out of me head, Sarah.
3: I love this. Only like two months away from him being like, "I want to be famous, so you go after the biggest." And it's literally, "I need my Sarah."
0: All right. Sometimes love finds a way, Adam. Yeah. The greatest plans of mice and men. When that love gets involved. You stop becoming famous... You start getting into the business of making shrines... Would you
1: fuck me? I'd fuck
2: me. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> it rubs the lotion on his skin... Tighten it up! <laughs> never, never... you listening at home? Never forget Kane going... It's Paige. He's built some kind of shrine. Oh, so there's rules for all the songs... But yeah, I mean, I didn't think I get any more jazz for this, but them coming out to fucking You're Gonna Pay, Booger taker music. Uh, but you still have
1: Fred Durst on the titan shot. Yeah. It's so weird. You've done
2: it now! <laughs> <laughs> Go and made a big
1: mistake! My generation, my jiggy
0: generation, are always kicking assholes' ass. And my favourite thing is Heyman desperately trying to put over a page and Canyon. In my mind, Diamond Dallas
3: Page, Chris Canyon, the greatest WWF Tech Team Champions of all time. JR is so... Like, he just says, you can't mean that, Paul. You can't mean that! <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it, JR.
2: <laughs> what are you,
0: blind? <laughs> Chokes Sam to Canyon, which Jim Ross just goes, No peanuts! What? He's
3: <laughs> like, oh, he's going for a ride. No peanuts. Nope, sorry, you're going to have to go that- again. I still don't
0: understand. <laughs> <laughs> peanuts! Peanuts! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes as
1: much sense as that, like... <laughs> Is it, is, it, is, it, is it because he's going for a ride? You might have peanuts at a yes. fair.
0: All right. On the plane.
3: Oh, that's
1: awful.
0: <laughs> that's
3: terrible, he's, Jim.
0: That's grating DDP's face into the cage. He's got cold slime's face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jr. Clearly doesn't give a fuck about he's, this just, man. He's
0: literally just made me hungry the, there. Like, the cold
3: slime peanuts. Yes,
0: please. <laughs> Yum. Heyman really puts a nail in the coffin of DDP as he goes, The Alliance! Eh, never mind.
3: <laughs>
0: I give up. <laughs> like, see, I'm done. That's <laughs> it. And then Sarah badmouts DDP. She's like, yeah, you got beat up. The next night on Raw, oh. you've done it now. Mm. DDP had a match with Sarah.
1: Oh, no. No challenge. She called challenge, out. Calm out.
0: Mm-hmm. Plain's day, you fight me in the ring. And DDP was like... oh. Even though... Uh, <laughs> uh, even though I'm hurting... Uh, <laughs> Come on, get through it. From, from, from last night... Uh,
3: I'm sick. So- <laughs> we need to get some food in you. Oh dear.
0: <laughs> even though I'm hurting from last night, I'll still find Sarah... And Undertaker was, please, pet him up again. He's pet him up. <laughs> Literally. And they put him in the ring. Silence, by the way. He took a fucking choke slam on the concrete. Like. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, Paige. Well, while you're in the hospital, they might be able to sort out your back as well as your knee. And then Sarah pins Paige. And you never see Sarah ever again. <laughs> we get a recap of the invasion screwy, set to Lord of the Rings music. And Austin's reasoning for selling his soul twice in six months was oh, suddenly a hug ain't nothing for Stone Cold Steve Austin. You want to hug Kurt Angle? You want to hug the Rock?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was not happy about Vince McMahon's hugs. Yeah.
3: Willy nilly's hand them out. And that's literally—you're not exaggerating or anything. That is genuinely what the emphasis yeah, is this on. Is. It's because Vince wants to hug other people. This
1: all started over a cup of hugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you think this is about hugs? <laughs> it
0: is! <laughs> but I love like when like it's like the big moment where like Steph and Shane and Haven are like yo bowing down to him like we've got the biggest player in wrestling all companies arguably the biggest star of all time is on our team and he's gonna lead by example he's like let me talk about hooks let me well, i love presents why i love presents austin has gone off the deep end. he has been leading by example is his books got a lot of talented kids on this alliance team and he's gonna lead by example which usually means him berating everyone and calling them all bastards Tess, you big bastard, get in here. Rhino, you mean little bastard, get in here. Raven, you smelly bastard, get in the ring, If you're Steve Austin, there are no days of the week. There are Ds of the week. Sunday, Monday, (laughs) Solomon Grundy. (laughs) Solomon Grundy, born on a Sunday. (laughs) He also starts saying what? Mm, Finally. Huge. Your name is Hugh Morris. What? Is that funny? What? Is that humorous?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that, damn. What? <laughs> <laughs> and the origin of this is
3: him ringing Christian on yeah, the phone. Bored when he was on the road one night. Right,
0: right. I'm driving past an Arby's. What?
3: There's <laughs> <laughs> a voicemail as well. Like, Christian just wakes up the next day. <laughs> 20 minutes of a rambling maniac. I'm alone. What? <laughs> I don't like my character at the moment. What?
0: <laughs> a true sign that things are going his way. The sun has aligned up with all the stars and planets in the universe as Kurt Angle finally hits the high angle moonsault. Whoa! Oh, the best. That's gonna suck to take that, like oh, a, yeah. fucking Austin's gonna have windy pops after that, like <laughs> you're know, gonna have
1: to burp them. Do, do you reckon that he the only reason he's been able to hit it this time is because he's lost so much blood, it's sort of counter <laughs> counterbalanced his gravitational like like, a bottle center. <laughs> <laughs> he should have dabbed on the <laughs>
0: More odd commentary from Jim Ross. He says, "Hard right hands, Stone Cold Steve Austin going commando." Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. But for those of you wondering, Austin is not wearing anything underneath there because anytime Austin takes a move,
5: bam, my plumber's crack. <laughs>
0: it's quieter than
3: the inside of the fucking moon. Aww. Oh. I got it. JR sums this up very neatly. puts a whole bow on what the situation is here. This is one of my favourite moments in all of commentary let me tell you this my god i
5: know one thing because stone cold knows. well i know stone cold and stone cold knows he can't beat kurt angle he can't do it for the wwf title now can you argue that
3: can you disagree with that one hell no (laughs) (laughs) and he's like shaking his little face around and heyman doesn't say a word in response
0: how he didn't
3: laugh that's amazing the
0: week The Rock came back, they did the promo package at the start. Like, oh, who's going to go? You yeah, know, Where's he going to go? Alliance with WBF. And they had the footage of The Rock doing his catchphrases with Vince McMahon's audio. <laughs> so once the Raw, The Rock comes back and you can see The Rock going, smell, la, 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 la. Damn it, you know who I need? I need the old Dwayne Johnson. Damn it, Dwayne, no! Give me a glass of shut-up juice.
2: (laughs) Give
5: me a (laughs) urinage.
0: Now, J.R.'s got a couple of problems with Booker T. He's no Sting. He's no Ric Flair. He's no Ricky Steamboat. The two Ricks, Flair and Steamboat, those are the ones we invoke every time Booker T comes out. And also, he does the damn Spinner Rooney. Oh, give me a break. If a dance move could be multiple navel piercings, this is it, folks. <laughs> Jim Ross does not like the Spinner Rooney, the most electrifying move in
1: sports entertainment, according to Paul Heyman. I love that. Brilliant. If the WWF gets taken out by the Spinner Rooney then we deserve to be taken.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Come on! This is the start
1: of the match as well. Like, okay,
0: here we go. Big fight field. You know what else he says? Well, there's Booker T. And I've said it before. He's no Ric Flair. He is no Ricky Steamboat. And he's never faced an opponent the caliber of The Rock. So I guess I'll see how he does here tonight.
3: WCW champion.
0: Big brawl outside. The ref doesn't count. Jeynor's cool with it as it means it won't result in some kiss your sister conclusion to the match. What? He struggled to say that as well as like, oh, I'm glad you referee's shown leniency, showed in the WWF Championship match rather that than some uh, kiss your sister conclusion. What is that? Well, let me tell you about my sister, folks. She's a, a beautiful. <laughs> I mean, sorry, no, I, <laughs> I'm a hypothetical sister is anything but a,
1: a no. Not her. Um. Who is committing incest here in this statement?
0: Whoever gets the screw job finish has to kiss their sister. Booker could tell you right? Well, if he's he gets the shaft, that's a kiss. Your sister's.
3: Now, what's blatantly going to happen here is we're going to get a fucking influx on our public Twitters of people going
1: like, Hey, that thing you were talking about about kissing your sister, well here's what it means. Like, I can't believe you guys have never heard of incest. What <laughs> pricks are you? What's wrong with kissing your sister? It's <laughs> we have a light out, Matt, so you can kiss your sister. What's wrong with you? So your parents can't see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you're a fine purveyor of stuff and things, head on over to MatthewsBotchamania.com. Oh, Billy. A proper one. Billy. I've done it now. I've gone and made a decent plug.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't allow you to think you
3: can just do that plug, Billy.
1: <laughs> Always
0: plugging affiliates who are thankful to have the support. Oh, you've
2: um, got a plug, you've I- got a plug.
1: I did get a, uh, a direct message from Matthew saying, "If you ever do that again?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll kill you. I'm, a, I'm a crazy, motherfucker.
0: Unforgiven 2001, a.k.a. Spinny Head theme pay-per-view. A.k.a. I'm a nightmare.
1: It's like something out of The Lawnmower Man. Oh, Jesus, it is! It's unsettling! It is horrible. Why did they do this?
3: I love it! It's putting over the fucking psychotic nature of Austin. Mm. Honestly, I'm fine with them taking up the aesthetic of a B-Show pay-per-view just to put over Austin as crazy. So worth it, like.
1: I think they should have gone... Further with it though and made that his gimmick that he had.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he has the central Austin crazy face when he has one face that only tells the truth and one that only tells a lie, And you have to solve some sort of riddle.
0: I'm fixing to tell you a riddle. <laughs> Who beats your ass two? <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin aka the Stone Cold Beholder here tonight with his terrifying head and what I like most about this is that they went all in with the scary head because the tagline for this pay-per-view are sometimes the greatest battles are waged within
3: yeah that's never been truer I don't think
0: I mean Austin's gone through some dark periods in his life this was one of them I mean can't help but think this wouldn't have helped Stone Cold, who in his own mind was drinking too much, not socializing on his own on the road. That's fucked up, man. Like, Steve, look, it's you. You don't know, do the way you're mad. Hey, Steve, remember last night when you tell telling me you were losing your grip on reality? Well, get a load of this. <laughs> everybody like, an Ultimate Warrior ran out that one time with a hat on, <laughs> and everyone was really annoyed. Like, why would you, why would you, like, the documentary yeah. of the self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior? I love how they're like, why would you do that? that? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> all the terrible things
3: Should he have did. never been broken in this business.
0: You know, like, he calls Draws a cripple, Todd Grisham a homo, and then, but he wore that. Why would you do that? Why would you wear that hat? No one even knew what a hat was. <laughs> deep cut <laughs> that came from deep state that fucking deep cut my god Raven with the cobra clutch Heyman says Sergeant Slaughter must be rolling over in his grave <laughs> the disrespect I bet Slaughter was backstage like. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him out like in dark segments a week before like he is very much alive <laughs> Post 9-11, we don't need to be having those fucking scares, Heyman, you motherfucker, like... Oh, I got it. oh, special mention as well, with Christian's slow turn of being heel. Just my favourite line ever, was uh, Hugh Morris challenged Edge for the Intercontinental Belt. And he's like, Edge, with your silly name why don't you challenge me to a match for the Intercontinental Little Belt and Edge is like well, your name's Hugh Morris and Christian comes in and he's like whoa 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 hang on a second No, makes fun of my brother Edge for his ridiculous name <laughs> <laughs> you know he'll still fight each night, and he's on commentary he's like it's not fair Paul people have been bullying my brother Edge for his stupid name his whole life his whole life <laughs> <laughs> to which even later on on commentary was like Christian can you imagine this name my parents had nine months to name me they didn't call me Jew <laughs> <laughs> here we go I see belt on the line as egg takes on crisp and dry with the food always stays crisp and dry for fuck's
3: sake
5: my brother edge has been jealous edge is the 2001 king of the ring bitter christian seems more obsessed with the king of the ring trophy and his brother Edge who won it. And resentful of me, and there you see the new WWF Intercontinental Champion. My whole life, it's always been Edge and Christian. Hey! Oh, my God. Christian just cracked the skull of his own brother. Of his own flesh and blood. Hello! I need you, Witch. You have nothing that I need, but you do have something that I want. I'm gonna take your Intercontinental title the same way you always took the spotlight from me. Hey, wait! There's Edge! Christian's brother Edge! Edge is beating the hell out of his brother, that jealous Christian! What kind of brotherly love is that showing for Christian? The same kind of brotherly love that Christian showed his brother when he tried to crack his skull. Brother versus brother, and in Edge's Intercontinental Championship will be at stake!
0: We get a recap of Edge's many accomplishments and the intercut with the best thing ever about this heel turn. Christian!
2: At last, you're on your own! I love this
0: video. Oh my god, the entrance, the pyro, I was- I already love Christian this made, like I had Christian's entrance for like nine years after this, <laughs> yeah. Where he turns around and points at the pyro going, look the golden shower! Like he doesn't understand how shit that looks like! And he's got the most ridiculous sunglasses, he's got a sing-along opera, the fucking face is going back and forth. I remember being obsessed trying to figure out like what the words were, because it's it's done in Latin, but it does translate to, like, you're know, like no longer constrained by my brother, I'm Very now good. free to do it. And it. It literally is the feud recapped in opera. <laughs> of course Christian, who's an idiot, who's like, oh, people think I'm totally smart if I have this, like, opera. Basically, like you know the episode of Frasier where like the Silicon Valley idiot is like, yo, tell me how to be smart. I bet Christian was up at Kelsey Grammer doing cocaine, putting this shit together. Love it. Edge has got new music as well. Ooh. Yeah, it's not very good. I'm going to drive a car now. I'm going to drive a car. I got it. Oh, no, this fucking interview with Coach. Well, guys, for the past three weeks,
3: Steven Richards on, has coach. been hell-bent on making your lives a living hell, destroying the both of you. And tonight, Steven Richards and Chronic have a chance to pull off the ultimate revenge, costing you those WCW tag team titles.
5: You see, what? Well, you know, that, that's fine. Revenge, that's great. You see, I'm hot. And I'm not hot because we've got jumped and got beat up for the last three weeks. Hey, I can deal with that. We'll settle that score tonight. What I'm hot about is that Steven Richards seems like he is obsessed with reminding everybody that I got rid of the RTC. The people don't want to be reminded about that. They're trying to forget the RTC, but okay, that's fine. So he brings in Adams and Clark, chronic, hell bent on revenge. So he's got these two muscled up statues. We've seen what they can do when they jump us from behind. Now, let's see what happens when they got to look in the eye of the dragon. All those muscles are fine. But we'll take a muscle-bound man and drop his face in the sand, and that you can count on, Coach. Let's roll, bro.
0: Undertaker looks like he's got
1: worms. He's jigging about like. Come on, bro! Come on, bro! He keeps saying he's hot. Take your coat off, then, mate. <laughs>
0: Just—he's so turned on by Chronic, it's not even funny. Calls them muscled-up statues. Oh. All right. I'd pay to see Brothers of Destruction against some actual statues instead of this <laughs> match. Like, like, imagine that, him doing a big last yeah. ride to a statue. Just Boom. smashing it like... Yeah! That'd be <laughs> crazy. So, Undertaker, he's, doing, uh, he's more animated here doing his little dance than he's in this whole fucking yeah. match. But he has got one thing on the mind. He's got muscles. It's time for some muscle talk. We take a muscle-bound man and drop his head in the sand... Burn.
3: and he says come on bro and he walks off
0: with Kane very much a Mr. Leahy Julian vibe I'm getting from Taker and Chronic here like. you've seen two guys walk around here black tank tops kind of sexy looking like. so Chronic did you know it's anything about their entrance music? Now, it's not Govinda, unfortunately, no. as it should be, because uh, these guys, here, they're sharing the, the, the locker room with Rob Van Dam. These uh, muscle bound statues, more like muscle bound potheads. Cr- chronic, am I right? They don't call their finisher high times here, it's the double choke sound. So, See? that's it. No, their entrance music, which starts off by going chronic.
5: Chronic. Chronic.
0: Beyond.
5: fuck.
0: <laughs> Uh, no, it's the Stevie Richards entrance music.
1: So, that gimmick is literally their Stevie Richards' boys. Yeah, they are. Well, that's they're the his story, boys. Really. Yeah, that is the story. Like Dalton Castle. <laughs> they, they've not
0: explained what the relationship is other than they're his men and they do his bidding. And I just like the idea that they could have mixed this up. And went, I'll show you chronic. You'll see.
3: What is wrong with Stevie Richards? Dyed his hair black going for like a John Travolta kind of look. He looks fucking ridiculous.
1: He looks like a waiter. He's got <laughs> jet
0: black hair, a real tight. Look, like it, he's like, oh, i got to get muscles. you got to get a muscle shirt, get some tight, muscly black hair. i got to look <laughs> like a statue for the guys. <laughs> it's just, he comes out. He looks like, I do you guys might know it. What was that weird pedophile Waluigi looking lad from Lazy Town? You're
3: that guy. <laughs> what, you are him? Robbie Rotten. Robbie no, Rotten. Like Sportacus. Borgus is the guy in the mustache, and Robbie Rotten's the yeah. purple one. Yeah, yeah, he's got like he got
0: like, Stevie Richards literally looks like he's got Lego hair clipped onto his yeah. head like. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> They're geared, they got barbed wire patent leather. That's so fucking shit! It's
1: like Catwoman from Batman Returns. No, cause that's awesome. This is shit. <laughs> fucking awful, awful, awful. It's like he's like being like left a note like he needs to beef up and he's like misread the memo, so he's just got some beefy men and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Just
0: they're Why? It's this so fucking shit looking. They look absolutely rinky dink. They look like they aspire to be... Like the Pitbulls in ECW in 94 had a similar look. And it looked hokey. In 1994! It's 2001! Yeah. Get better gear. Oh my god. And speaking of gear fucking care bear booger taker over here i got the power america in my tummy (laughs) rub it and i'll make you all feel patriotic and eagles riding backs and chewing tobacco (laughs) fucking you literally right i'm saying this now i'm not from the country but you wearing that flag, I literally felt disrespected. (laughs) I was like, don't wear that. It's fucking a hard time for the country. Don't wear that and do this match. (laughs) That is not what America needs. Do you remember seeing the flag fucking billowing on his gut as he breathed heavily in this slow-paced... Snail statue match. Oh, my God. Oh, I
4: got
3: it! Kane, Undertaker, and Brian Clark are all on fucking top form with the grunts. Oh, yes. Our grunt of the night in specific one is when Brian Clark is kicking Kane in the corner and he does the biggest lovely vomit grunt. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out
5: of
3: Huge kick.
0: It's not Clark tries to do his kicks, but instead it looks like he's just rubbing his bum in Kane's yeah.
2: tummy. So
1: <laughs> eat this! <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> My move or I just fart in your belly button, like... <laughs> I'm going to do my
0: move now. <laughs> Watch out. What move? The one where I fart in your Not so sexy now, huh? Give me those muscles, you sexy goddamn statue man. A young Ryback must have looked at this and seen these two muscle-bound, jacked-up, singlet-wearing dunderheads and thought, I invented Craddock. <laughs> <laughs> Meat on
1: the table, that's what they are. Oh, Aww. Jesus Christ. JR says that Stevie's mouth is so big he has three lips. <laughs> what? what does that even mean? <laughs> is where like, is this? It's like, is he like a Demogorgon from Stranger Things? <laughs> it's like mouth splits up in different ways. Like
0: maybe he's like uh, the alien from Alien, the
3: Xenomorph, where it's like,
0: oh, "I'll show you," and then a little one comes out. You'll, you'll see. see. <laughs>
3: The best part of this match, though, is right as Undertaker and Kane are murdering Stevie after the match is over. Heyman just sincerely goes, What did Steven Richards do to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> he got chokeslammed
0: all the way back to Lazy Town. Like, Aww. Maybe that's what happened here is that they had a look at Stevie and they're like, Oh, Lazy Town, let's not work. I love being like, la- These lads need to come around and be like, Get your fucking shit together and sell! <laughs> I'm Sportacus, I'll do three fucking back bumps on a series of comeback punches. Where were you, Undertaker? Where were you? And JR, with a little bow at the end of this match, it may be time for the Alliance to reassess this, uh, situation. Fuck Do
1: you mean the Alliance or the WWF? (laughs) I would pay anything
0: to have seen the reaction when these four men came backstage. The standing
1: ovation, right? <laughs> You absolutely know that Undertaker went to RVD in Jericho and went, follow that. Like, <laughs> you know he did that.
0: <laughs> Chronic going up to this Are we cool, boss? Well, no, we are not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that for the rest of the night, people would go up and rub Undertaker's America tummy for good luck? <laughs> 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 if you rub it fast enough, Star Sangle Banner will play, actually. like. <laughs> have to say they've had some awkward encounters Booker and Shane recently my favourite of which was when they got right in Kurt Angle's face he challenged Kurt to a match and like he's like you've no chance against Booker T this man's a five time WCW champion and Booker T starts doing the spin in front of Kurt he's like What's going on? And Shane's like, like an inch away from going, What are you going to do about that, Kurt? Huh? And Booker's spinning around. What are you going to do about- Answer me! Look at me! Look at him! What are you going to do about that? I don't know what I'm going to do about it, Shay. I don't know what I'm going to do about
1: it. My Beyblade can beat your
0: Beyblade.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Lance came out and he's like, How dare you make fun of Booker T like that? You know That's not fair. That's not on. And The Rock beat up Lance and uh, him and Booker Wee. Booker Wee did the people's elbow on him. And they pulled off his trousers
1: and uh, Lance Storm had Power Rangers underwear on underneath as well. So even more credence is a fucking putty patrol.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I know this or where I know it from, but you can't actually get, or at least in 2001 you couldn't get, adult size Power Rangers underwear
3: <laughs> how do you know this? and they had to he's tried god damn it
0: they they had to send out the seamstress to they got like a Power Rangers duvet
3: set and they <laughs> they fashioned
0: a special pair of onto pants
3: custom made gonna <laughs> they... the... come out here and custom made Power Rangers
0: underwear <laughs> My Power Rangers pants cost more than your duvets down. <laughs> Woo! I know you made the big links now, Lance, you know. Here you go. We made you up some gear. Put them on. We're going to have a little person whip off your no. jocks, like... I love it. Kurt just knows how to get to Austin because he's pushed him over the bridge, and Austin's like, "Please, no, don't do." it He's like, "Well, why don't you cry for me, Austin? Cry." And the best line ever is when Austin's just goes, "I can't cry. I've been taking my alpha brain. I ain't got no emotions no more. I can't dream. I can't cry. I can't be proud anymore. I can't be nostalgic." <laughs> and then he finally does cry. And his cry is the best. It, like, because you think he cries, I always saw as a kid what it was. And I still think it is. bit is that Austin, he can cry. Cause he's, he is a piece of shit. He just pretended to cry. Because mm. he goes, I'm begging you, Kurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> And then Kurt goes, I'm sorry, I don't believe you. You're going in the water. And he pushes him into a paddling pool. And Austin's like, I'm dying (laughs) And then he takes off the blindfold and Kurt drives off in his car. There was a man who I once considered my brother, but oh. I don't want to talk about that. And I was like, who is it? Oh, it's Austin. Oh. Yeah. It's either
1: Austin or King.
0: Yeah, King, King, King. I started watching, like,
2: ah, he misses me.
0: Oh, King News, he's divorced the cat. <laughs> that was quick. And he went on Opie and Anthony, where all they did was make fun of him for being divorced. Oh. And he was a good sport about it, and he wrote an open letter to the cat begging her to take him back on no! the website.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's still on his website. If yeah. you're on the website, there's a picture of her still on it. She changed her phone number, moved oh, to
0: town. like just man. completely cut my off. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? There's probably good reasons why she did that, Oh, I like,
3: bet there is.
0: Oh, I got it. The set tonight. Oof. Whoa! It's only cloaks and mirrors! <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> fucking hell. It's so rubbish. Yeah. It's so fucking bad. Dead sheets everywhere. So, there's new music for the Hurricane, and Hurricane has got... A new psychic mm. in Molly Holly. Mm. Mighty
1: Molly. Mighty
0: Molly. Now, do you know, Billy, how Mighty Molly came to be?
1: Um, did she do an Andy Kaufman and play the Mighty Mouse theme on a record? <laughs> <laughs> Here like, I come like, yeah, 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 That'll yeah, do. Do that, Molly.
0: <laughs> You guys heard that Vincent Mans is like slightly obsessed with Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Like, yeah. want Neville to be Mighty
1: Mouse.
2: No.
1: Think that's all What watched, does that mean, like. though? What? Like, I want you to be Mighty Mouse. I want you to be a cartoon mouse. <laughs> the- what? What is going through Vince's head? What does he see in a human version of Mighty Mouse? Okay, I think if you go
0: into Vince's mind, first of all, there's an impenetrable layer of, of a burrito wrap out there, mm. you know, that whole wheel wrap. And then you get in there, and then there's the steak, okay? And then you get through that, and then there's the ketchup. And then inside there, those are the thoughts of yeah. his brain and if you really listen carefully you can hear the Mighty Mouse theme playing and that comes out now and then and that's
3: why Vince did that maybe it's like Vince's Bobo or something from what
2: means, like really young
0: innocent child oh, like, a I, time
3: gone by I
0: honestly when I hear of Mighty Mouse and think of Vince I think of him in short pants in a trailer <laughs> In like in North Carolina going yeah come on pal Mighty but like
3: Mouse. 70 year old Vince still oh so back to 70 year old
0: Vince has to be oh there's Mighty Mouse the competitor Mighty Mouse not what I meant he's a, per- a performer and quite frankly that stand up for Mighty Mouse
3: every time you do that you sound like you're on the verge of throwing up like right at the top of your throat like <laughs> He's seventy something
0: years old, all the steak wraps are solely creeping out of his mouth now, like, you know. There's not much room left now, you know. So Mighty Molly, how she came to be, was very, very strange indeed. So Molly Holly got like knocked out essentially in a match. And Hurricane who had said he was on the lookout for a new sidekick. He wanted a sidekick. Now last month Hurricane Land Storm had Ivory with them, and Ivory was you know, doing everything it would seem on you know to to be part of that act and she mm-hmm. did the whole thing they had a whole choreograph mm-hmm. thing in the ring and all that so it seemed obvious that it would be Ivory and like they literally had Lance Storm go oh Ivory surely and he's like yeah Ivory's she's pretty virtuous but I need someone who's like 100% virtuous which is a bit weird seeing as Ivory's whole thing was that she was the right to censor Yeah, but whatever so Molly Holly got knocked out and then Hurricane kidnapped her put her in the hurricycle, danced around a bit. Sorry, the hurricycle is his...
2: <laughs> okay. he, his vehicle. Is, okay. His
0: vehicle. Like He unveiled it. is like, like a knocked out Molly Holly. He's like, behold, Molly, the hurricycle. She's knocked out, mate. Like, and she drives away. Kidnaps her, basically. Yeah. And then she comes back the following week and she's like, holy psychics, I'm Mighty Molly. And she just talks like Burt Ward, basically.
1: So what's he done? Is it like some sort of Ludovico technique thing of just yep. just showing her comic panels? Like- <laughs>
0: it's never elaborated on and that's what's so weird about it is that Hurricane still presents this very goofy, you know, kind of silly character who has skills and has heart, mm-hmm. yada yada, but he is still very much like, no one believes, you know, he's not actually a superhero. No, he's, yeah. he's silly. So it's never explained why or how he managed to brainwash Molly Holly, just that she has been brainwashed.
3: It's a bit Sinister, isn't it, for such a silly character to then brainwash or kidnap and brainwash someone? Like I mean, that. can you remember the last group who did that? Right to censor Yeah,
0: and that was like, get in the van! <laughs> get in
3: the van! You know,
0: get in the motorcycle. It's no, it's still bad. It's still bad. Horocycle, yes, is less creepy than a white van. Still though, don't get into a hurricyc with a stranger, like it's fucking weird.
1: Does he at least have a little sidecar for Molly? Yes. Oh,
0: excellent. Which Molly gets to ride the first time passed out in, obviously, because he just puts her there. The best thing about the hurricyle though is that Hurricane did have a little mini feud with the Acolytes. Uh, like, the acolytes showed up one day for work, you know, to go open up their office. It's like, hey, what's going on? And the, the door and, like, the, the table and the filing cabinet were all looped up with some, like, chain. And uh, you see the chain follows it along and there's Hurricane the hurricane goes, file villains charging people for protection. What's up with that? And he just drives off and he steals their office <laughs> to which Bradshaw had the greatest comeback line ever stand back there's an ass kicking coming through <laughs> and then later on him and Farouk stole the hericycle and you bet your sweet ass Farouk got in that sidecar like he's there with a big cigar come on man let's go to the pay-per-view like. <laughs> imagine if you were driving somewhere in the highways and byways of America and you looked out your window and you saw Farouk smoking a big ass cigar in a big little sidecar thing. and the, the hair of Bradshaw's flowing in the wind like <laughs>
1: <laughs> see it just makes me because I can't think of a motorbike with a sidecar without thinking of uh, Wallace and Watson Gromit, Gromit. <laughs> 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 I hope I was like it's a little plane that comes out <laughs> a porridge firing you know, that, a bit,
0: like. so Spike is literally like dead at the dumps and up on the screen comes the Big Show now, you can tell the Big Show had been stationed at WWF New York because he looked fucking exhausted and like he didn't give a shit it's basic It's like hey look it's doing in new york and he gets out of bed hey guys it's me big show and he goes spack i know you're feeling down but i'm the big show and i'm your tag partner and your friend i'm gonna take you out Ow! for a night on the town that you ain't ever gonna forget and was like whoa and Spike's like alright big guy we'll see what you got alright we'll see and they never showed it. the segment they never showed <laughs> <laughs> they never showed no. that's it though Just in Spike, Spike's like alright big man and the picture's like it's gonna be pretty wild when we see what we do and they never showed us <laughs> <laughs> now I was really pissed off because I was hoping it was going to be like a Mick Foley and Al Snow type yeah. thing yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, uh, uh, you know fucking Big Show and Spike they can have comedy timing mm-hmm. you yeah know? yeah, they could do it and uh, yeah I think the only way I've not been upset by this is that I told myself is that they had a night that was so hang on I'm looking up some youth terminology here lit mm. that the night was so lit this lit night was so lit that they didn't record any of it, or
3: it couldn't be shown, or couldn't TV. be shown. Yeah. Too
0: blue, like you know, yeah. the Big Show and oh, Spike, you, yeah.
3: immediately like counteracted your hipness of saying lit by using the term blue. <laughs> like, <laughs> straight after. The kids
0: aren't using blue anymore. No, no, they don't even know who Peter K is anymore. What? So like, yeah. God, I thought this generation was wizards. Turns out
1: they're <laughs> naff. Peter K is garlic dead mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the Big Show and Spike being like, oh man, we should have taped this. nah whatever though, like, you know. <laughs> there also was a part of me that really wanted it to be like, cooked to WWF New York and they have like dinner, like, and Spike's just a bit sad. The Big Show's yeah. like, you alright? Well, yeah, alright, cool, well, see you next week, buddy. Uh. <laughs> oh, I got it. William Regal, one good thing though about him turning heel is that he got really bitching new entrance music. Oh, has he got his official evil music now? Well, you see, you know, your the evil music is when you think that... Bah, 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 yeah, not that one. No, well, it's it's a precursor to that, which is... Bah, bah,
2: bah, bah, bah.
3: Did Angelo <laughs> <in that> season?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, Vince! Oh, it's so
2: beautiful! <laughs> and
0: then you just see William Regal, and he hits Kurt Angle. With the WWF champ, Oh Angela. <laughs> so it reminded me no one's gonna get this reference, Soldiers at War on PC, yeah? <laughs> Cracking game. Soldiers at War. Soldiers at War. It <laughs> yeah. had a very similar opening theme to it. Soldiers at War. Super right? Army Souls. Soldiers. <laughs> soldiers at War as opposed to the less popular sequel, Soldiers at the Supermarket. <laughs> Backstage, Stacey Kieber meets young Matt Hardy, who gets shown lingerie. Matt Hardy's got a wandering eye.
3: What about my knob, Stacey? <laughs> <fuck's sake. laughs> He looks like a horny little teenager He does. Though, he's like... literally going a.
0: They did this awkward segment with him where he walked backstage. Like they're teasing the Hardy's breakup now, basically. They did an awkward segment where Matt was backstage and he went to look for Lita in the women's locker room and he opens up the door and there's Trish like in a towel. And he's like, Oh whoa, Trish, sorry, I was just looking for a Lita. I'm very sorry to uh, interrupt your you know, uh, so the hands so in the, the little praying thing. I'm very sorry to interrupt your changations. I'm very sorry. You know. And then Trace is like I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna go to the shower. He's like, yeah, cool. And then Leah comes in, and Matt's like, whoa, Leah, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. And Leah's like, I'm just gonna go grab a shower. And, Lita, and Matt's like, oh no, no, no. Why don't we go? I have an idea. Why don't we not go for a personal shower ourselves in our own <laughs> private little tomb? And he, they walk off. And he's just such a fucking creep. I hate him. I hate him so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> i hope he gets caught like i really do i want to see a vince mcmahon pants right like, no leader no no <laughs> i can't explain oh, I it. now in the build-up to this Tori's like well at least i have a man and Stacey's like i can get any man i want okay i can get a man just like that and he would be tall and dark and handsome and we'll meet you in the ring tonight oh my god stacy's gonna get a new boy tall dark and handsome sean stasiak right because he's very he's fucking that meat has been charbroiled baby
2: (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) he's been left in there you know so out comes stacy keeper and Mm. here's tajiri and tori waiting and who's stacy's tag team partner out comes Taz, Taz, and before tall. anyone, yeah, know, it's it,
3: obviously a rare isn't yeah,
2: it? Yeah,
0: and then Stacy grabs the microphone before anyone can kind of go. Well, Taz, they're like, "I'm going to treat seriously this mixed tag match on Sunday Night Heat is serious business." And Stacy oh. grabs the mic, and goes, "Hey, two out of three ain't bad," because he's not—he's not tall, is it? You know, so. There you go. And like they literally like, had segments where Stacey was just like, you know, talking at length and Taz is like, yeah, sorry, Stacey. Oh, jeez. Hey. Just like, yeah, it's fucking awful. For fuck's sake. Here I am. Unky- I don't want to go out with your weird Uncle Taz. Ew. Oh. <laughs> Here I am. Uncle Taz. Your mixed tag team partner. <laughs> I got the stink
3: lines and everything. Oh,
0: God. You please take the fries off my head, Stacy. They're extremely hot. No, they're mad birthday fries. I will leave them there. <laughs> oh, this is so cringe, I forgot about this! Oh it's true. Oh hell yeah, it's true! Oh then damn yeah it's true! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just milk starts pouring out his mouth <laughs> it's like a simulant
2: the-
0: <laughs> I know I forget which one of you will get scared by it not to bring it up because it will make you upset but the way Kurt he's moving his head he's like oh it's true it's yeah his head is going right It's like the head in our attack the way Kurt moves in this one you know that's you is it Adam Sam Sam that's oh, it yeah Sam does not like that. Oh, I got it. Christian has won the Intercontinental Championship last month at Unforgiven. And surprise, surprise, it went right to his little head. He is absolutely horrible. Christian arrives in the limo on his first night with the, with the belt. And he just gets out of the limo going, Christian! Christian! <laughs> no one's there, by the way. And he, he's literally walking like, yeah, you know, shaking his head, fucking all jazzed up. There's one child there. Could have been a young Kevin, pretty much, because I was the only Christian fan I knew over the time. And the boy is like, Hi, Christian, I just want you to know I'm your big fan. Could, could I have a, an autograph? And he's like, hey, little buddy, you know, uh, I'll catch you on the way in. all right? I have to go wrestle now, but I'll catch you later. No, no money. Kevin Nash is too good. <laughs> <laughs> no WSU star so would ever charge. And then Christian, literally, before he reaches the end of the corridor, turns to a security guard. He's like, yeah, you got to sort this out. Like, there's a kid who just walked in backstage here. Can you get him evicted, please? <laughs> chap- there's a chap over there. Chap of about nine. I <laughs> believe <laughs> <laughs> strict no-denim policy in the arena, if you don't mind. <laughs> and then Christian would do other things as well. Like, he'd come out, take off his glasses... Give him to a kid in the audience and then walk over and be like, actually, no, come back and take him back off. <laughs> that
3: would have made me cry. When, when
0: he did that, Heyman on commentary literally busted up. He was like, Ah! <laughs> he couldn't stop, there's any tears streaming out his face. He's like, Christian, you're the man, brother. You're the man.
3: Picking on children.
0: WWF New York, my hometown, <laughs> Scarsdale legit well, we paused this because we were like grabbing a coffee or whatever we paused it and if New York came up and literally me and Adam had that exchange as a joke like Scarsdale <laughs> and then Joe straight away Scarsdale you're not from New York you're not cool Paul you're just normal like the rest of us
1: Spike Dudley's there, drinking alone. He's shoot drunk here, I think. You reckon? I reckon. He's got a bit of a glazed look on his face. He's just sat there, drank tequila with a beer. And it was like, ow, yeah, woo! Everyone's around him, like, cheering. He's doing a slammer by himself, like, looking off into the distance. There's something really depressing
0: about it. Hey, guys, how you doing, Spike, after your big injury there? Oh, man, it's, I'm okay. I feel like $100. a $100. 100 A little bit of money. 100
3: he lost his... His girlfriend was brainwashed and turned against him. And he's
1: friends with Big Show. And Big, one
3: Big Show's <laughs> tagging with someone else now. And he's just at WWF New York drinking alone.
0: So I, I, I should apologise because I you know, said earlier, erroneously, that I you know, didn't tie up you know Spike's anger and anything. Like that. This is it being tied up here. Because <gasps> a lady comes up and is like, Hey, and Spike's like, Hey, I'll be alright guys, don't worry. Molly who... There's nothing more irresistible than the sight of a man drinking alone. <laughs> That's why I always know, you know, carling adverts from the 90s where there's like a fat old man going, I'm going to drink all this beer myself. Then loads of babes come in, like, wow, you seem really interesting and cool. It's fucking depress I would rather they just didn't yeah. give him any resolution then oh, I'm alright, I'll be alright. I'm here on my own, I feel like if $100, I'm, I'm, she alone, with my I'm alone with my thoughts. I'm alone with my thoughts. Even though I'm with this woman here, I'm alone with my thoughts. Um, can I have another tequila slammer, please? You wanna get one drink token this week, Spike. Oh, okay. See you guys. Bye. Uh...
3: So sad.
0: Oh, I got it. Shades of 2000 Big Show as he gyrates in the corner. Yeah. I'm just going to be entertaining. Chaining. I'm just
5: trying to have a bit of wee fun, laddie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question. What's worse? Fucking Big Show Scottish accent or Mick Foley's English accent. Oh, here we go. Let's uh, go. Right.
5: I know that I can't force an Alliance member to take on a member of the WWF, but what I can do is make an appeal to your your British manhood. Hey, matey? What's the matter, governor? Knees a little wobbly, eh? Afraid to
0: tangle it up with the Olympic champion, Kurt Angle? Oh, Dick Van Dyke oh. it happens,
1: isn't it,
0: <laughs> if only it aspires to Dick Van Dyke <laughs> sounds like the Nazis into saying the music that he mm. does fucking Dick Van Dyke William Riegel, as we said betrayed WWF. he joined the alliance and the reason they did that is because now we have the commissioner on our side When well, and he's like, yes I'm going to book all the matches to be for the alliance and then Mick Foley came out and said yeah um you, you can't be the commissioner and not be an employee Of the company so you're fired and I'm the commissioner Now and William mm-hmm. Regal's like what? <laughs> And everyone's like dang it We missed up oh no <laughs> And then McFoley Just he booked a few matches Put Rob Van Damme in the main event And then he turned to William Regal and he, he's like You, know, you screwed over Kurt Angle I'm gonna put you In a match with him and Regal's like Bruh. And then Foley's like I know what I'll do I'll do a more kind of Character called English Accent I'm going to do this to, to really Regal. And he literally goes, oh, what's the matter, William Regal? Have you got a little bit of case of the Wumble Are you afraid to tangle up with the Olympic champion, Kurt Angle? So he's just doing like every United Kingdom accent in one. <laughs> like. And Ireland too, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awful. So bad. Go away, Mick. Go back home, man. Aww. Bubba Ray Dudley is referred to as having a special municipal position by Paul Heyman. Did anyone pick up on what it was? No. This is great because he's used this for Brock Lesnar as well. He refers to him as being the Nightmare of Dudleyville.
3: We had a big chat about this when we yeah. were watching No Mercy because I didn't believe the interpretation you were giving me of this. So you thought he was just saying he's the Nightmare as in... Bleh, is, ah! that, is that not what you would assume, Billy? Yeah. The Nightmare? Because yeah. he refers to Brock Lesnar as being the Nightmare
1: of Suplex City. Are you telling me he's saying that he is the mayor of the place but only at night time? Well a night ma- it's, a, it's a double meaning he calls
0: him the night mayor. So it's, uh, yes, it's a nightmare. Ah, scary, but also the Nightmare, implying that he runs the fucking show a little bit. A Nightmare, they have them in Amsterdam and a few other European cities. A Nightmare is basically a government position in like the city council or whatever, who's usually involved with things like zoning after hours, like public transport after dark, making sure there's security or people out there on streets where there's, you know, lots of heavy drinking, enough police police presence, parking restrictions, everything to do with nightlife, basically. There's a night czar in London, for instance. That's their position. So when you're the night mayor, Bubba Ray Dudley is very scary man, yes, but he's also going to make sure there's no peak parking that'll put you off going to the theatre as well because he's the night mayor.
1: That's not a gimmick.
3: No. No what it why it's a, it's wordplay I love it and you are 100% positive that is what Heyman is saying he's saying mayor he's yes. de- definitely saying that because
0: he did the thing with Brock Lesnar as well in the welcome to suplex city ad he goes he is the night
1: mayor you, of suplex uh, city uh, is he not saying nightmare as in mare as in a female horse <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh that's it like, that's it that
1: seems more like plausible <laughs> than he he runs Dudleyville's like out- yeah <laughs> Daymare
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fighter of the Nightmare <laughs> oh, So Rhino Gore the big show Which is quite a sight to see Yeah It's like the big show Is like looking behind him To see if there's anything And then the world Collapsed underneath him And he just kind of collapsed like a big tree falling over is beautiful.
3: I was more expecting Ryan to just go straight through the Big shot, like, <laughs> and come out the other side. It's stuck in him like <laughs> a Big would be ha ha ha
2: kicking his leg <laughs> pu- pu-
0: push him inside like Clayface. In a
3: slob from Feature on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to do the bit where your know, Clayface puts Batman in It's like, oh no don't worry I can feel his heart slowing slowly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, uh, we get my moan of the night in this <laughs> one. Oh. Uh, so that's great. We've got gloops, moans, and grunts. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there'll be another moan of the night, but it's uh rock's on his back, and it's when he's in a, a hole on his arm, and Jericho keeps kneeing him in the elbow. The rock makes a noise like a gruff version of, like, you know, you see those videos of a tortoise having sex with a shoe. No, I've not. They make a noise. They make They make a noise like ah. That's the noise they make. <laughs> they, they do a gruff version, so you just sort of get every elbow. Every needs the elbow. You just rock. Just you hit. Rock just go silently. Oh, torn scissors.
0: <laughs> There's a great camp.
1: Oh, <laughs> so like an elderly turtle. Yeah, like an old turtle having sex with a shoe.
0: Or like a young turtle having sex with a really old shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <shoes> <laughs> Rob Van Dam comes out and then he hits Angle with a five star. And Austin's like, That means he's unmasked. And then he throws him a party, which Rob Van Dam doesn't show up for. He shows up well late. Rob Van Dam shows up out of a limousine. He's like, Oh, it was really cool, whatever, man, talking with you. Cool, whatever, man. And he goes backstage to meet with Austin. And Austin's giving him a big hug. And he's like, oh, I got a little something for you here, Rob. Come on, guys. Come on, I'm going to start crying here. <laughs> Come on now. You know what I'm doing. I'm going to give you my watch. It's watch my father gave me and Rob, you proved to me that you're my best friend and I love you.
1: (laughs) He's known him for five minutes.
0: (laughs) And Rob has not done one move to cry. I'm going going to give you my watch. and love you. Keys to my house. I got some money here as well. And then later on in the show, the limo opens up and who was inside talking with Rob it was vince mcmahon who has returned now and austin sees this and is like give me my watch back and he's putting it back on he's like you know what my watch is saying he's saying he's disappointed in rob van damme so austin talks to his watch now as well i love stone Cold so much yeah and scary hugs as well like he would be grab robin and fucking yeah. beat the back i love you be my friend and rob's like whoa what's going on man <laughs>
1: Austin really makes me laugh toward the start of here when him and RVD are working together to knock Angle out of the ring Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then as soon as they like lean over the ring sees he's on the floor I, Austin just turns around and goes you no good piece of truth <laughs> to RVD Angle comes back in, they do the same thing again, and Austin's immediately back to you get do piece <laughs> of
0: <great." laughs> I particularly like the uh the standoff of taunts where it's Raven, Van a little sand language hate you. <laughs> he is
3: so finger heavy in this yeah. match. Yeah, it's literally like <laughs> everyone look under your chairs, fingers for you, there's a fingers for you, fingers <laughs> for you fingers
0: for everybody I'm like, a bad boy. <laughs> 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 fucking Bart Simpson over here cutting up like Austin, he's in the ring with Kurt, and Kurt grabs his legs. goes, Shit! <laughs> <laughs> and then Kurt has him in the angle, and he goes, Fuck you! <laughs>
1: oh, I got it. Head on over to MatthewsBotcherMania.com Say the line, Billy. Deliciously good mayonnaise. <laughs> There is like you are adding more
3: and more pressure to yourself to deliver every time. you Three deliciously that good
1: now. mayonnaise. Was it Mr. Hellman's or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, oh, Hellman's. Just, you know, I've done songs, I've done perfume. I'm on that sauce now. <laughs> Wait,
3: <so laughs> re- repeat that again. Sorry. <laughs> deliciously good mayonnaise. <laughs> well, no, no, no. From the top, Botchamania. Botchamania.
1: Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Deliciously good mayonnaise. <laughs> it, was that there. I think that's so. deliciously Pretty good. Pretty sure it is. I thought it was Food Loves Hellman's. There's that so You can have more than one slogan. No, yeah. Let's
3: carry this on our fair show. No, 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 let's get the story right now.
0: Right this fucking second food love, would you put it all together the world's best mayonnaise because food loves helmets you bring out the hounds
3: and bring out the best what are you talking about that sounds distinctly 80s to me is all I'm yeah. saying they wouldn't have a song I
1: don't like know what you're days. talking about old man fucking millennials
3: bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's mayonnaise is some sort of avocado like <laughs> well let me guess you want to stop the recording now do you like <laughs> now that you've been backed into a corner
0: yeah I do and uh, we'll see you our next episode That's where this strange. will hopefully be sorted out
3: Rebellion, rebellion!
0: You guys are the best! <laughs> rebellion! <laughs> I like that they're reusing the theme! Yeah. Call it laziness of that uh, use of assets.
3: But, uh, I know I, it's it is what it is. It's associated strongly with rebellion. This to rebellion is what damn is to WrestleMania. Like,
0: and of course that means that if we're looking at analogies, Linda McMahon is a recently ousted from Straight Edge Society Luke Gallows who did appropriate. <laughs> really? To- yeah, Luke Gallows had this for the one or two weeks after he broke from the Straight Edge Society. He, he came out to Chica <laughs> my Valentine Will you be my <laughs> uh, you <flescious>. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember as well what was great about it was like he did go to see a punk and he's like, I don't wanna be with you anymore. And guess what? Tonight after I whoop your ass, I'm gonna go get a beer.
2: I'm <laughs> I'm
3: Later that night, Austin invites Kurt Angle to have a nice little meeting with him backstage. He wants to talk. He just wants to talk. And Kurt goes to Vince and tells him, you know, Austin wants to have a chat with me backstage. You're like, what do you reckon? Should I go? And Vince says, oh, yeah, you should go and see what he has to say. And, you know, so Kurt does. And they have a little chat. And then later on in the night, there is a match between...
0: Vince and, Vince and Shane, the rematch the from... The rematch yeah.
3: from WrestleMania, Vince and Shane. I should say
0: the re-re-rematch because the previous rematch was the one that ended with Shane and of course, the Alliance of course. turning heel and yeah. all that shite, yeah.
3: So it's yet another street fight between Vince and Shane in the main event, and it turns into the usual brouhaha of Alliance guys interfering, WWF guys coming out to make the save. And I
0: did like this as well because we had the the calling card of 2001 which is people coming out in recap packages doing their moves set to are they gunshots the yeah Yeah. except when
3: Regal comes in to Lobo the Undertaker he gets a (laughs) (laughs) which I love zooms in on the Undertaker going cross-eyed like there (laughs) it is (laughs) (laughs) alright I I love the low blow in the old
0: video games because
3: ding yes that is so perfect but I want
0: from now on a mod from a wrestling game because it, it goes. And if you could
3: put in like the neck crank. Get that for a Lobo. <laughs>
2: Whoa!
3: What did you
0: do
2: to them, big man?
0: And the Hurricane character is really, really fun. It's good to see him get over in front of this crowd. I do like when he dons the cape as well in the match to give himself extra jumping powers. Grown man wearing a cape. Come I- on. Hideous.
3: I'm too tired to complain.
0: I would like to see Jim Ross in a cape.
3: Yeah. Like, seriously. Like some sort of barbecue-themed cape or something. <laughs> no, I like. like
0: Magic Jim Ross like is all I want to see. Like dressed as <laughs> a wizard. I think it would be really brilliant. And all of his incantations could be like, "Your oh, good God Almighty!" <laughs> It'd be brilliant. At 32 minutes and 10 seconds, we get our nay of the night. <laughs> As Scotty Too Hottie
3: makes a horse noise. Literally got that written down myself there. Oh really? That's well not your is that your grunt of the night. I've got two grunts, so I'll, okay. let, I'll let you have the nay of the night. The nay of the night. Well after Billy had the
0: what was it, the fucking
3: the, turtle the moan of the night. Oh
0: those turtle banging a shoe of the night. Fucking what the fuck it was this freak. <laughs> what the fuck is he sleeing this like? Used to be about grunts. Used to be normal. Now it's gone weird, man.
3: Love you, Billy. It's
0: used to be about grown men grunting. Now it's about turtles and shoes and horses. It's weird, man. My search history is all out the zoo now. You don't believe what they're recommending me on
3: Prime. Oh, Scotty looks scary post-match as well, like it's just a little like hello children. Uh, he's losing his hair, he's like hot dog red, and he's literally like ah! I he won does, the match He's little wave Like he's yeah. looking
0: at a boy In the ring going Everyone in the WWF roster Floats Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the worm
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's DDP
3: This is brilliant
5: It's me D D P Over here in jolly old England. But you people don't seem so jolly. You seem really depressed. But that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Why? I'll tell you why. Because when you people are as low as you are, there's only one place to go, and that's up. Now you see, just like me, That I like me, you like me, and now you like you, because of me,
3: D-D-P. Diddly-D, it's me, D-D-P. You want to talk about Tim Curry's Pennywise. That's the way he like, we'll say a word and then... (sighs) He, he like, turns the head real slow. (laughs) They all float down here, Sarah. But in England,
0: (gasps) they're all depressed. It's good that you brought up a good Tim Curry, because at the moment, all I've got in my head is... Like, when Billy comes around, right, we have this, like, kind of tradition now. When we do a recording weekend, Billy comes around and Billy will curate a list of the best memes and internet bin water that is available and we all sit down have a nice big laugh when we're all tired after recording yeah and it's a lovely time well this time joe got in on the action from how to and she had some videos to show us and i'm now obsessed with the low energy classic of tim curry on the worst witch halloween special Halloween, your dog could turn into a cat. Tim Curry clearly wasn't there when they were recording it. He's yeah. like, in a separate room, come in here, Mr. Curry. Put on this cape. Anything can happen on
3: Halloween. Legit. You might even see a cat. <laughs> when it came on and I saw the title of the video, like I leapt out of my chair because I was like, Ah, Tim Curry is
0: Like Halloween is
3: so very weird. Better
0: than a stereo.
3: <laughs> yeah. Boo.
0: ah, ah. So DDP talks about how England is depressed and that's not a bad
2: thing.
3: (laughs) It's a A good thing (laughs) that you're all depressed. You're all depressed. That's a good thing. Because it can
0: only improve from here i think we need to really sort out that house of commons all them naysayers who won't get on board with oh you thought he wasn't gonna do a brexit joke well fucking strap yourselves in let's get diamond dallas page and the honorable gentleman from north jersey has some words about brexit You guys, we have to get on board. Because, even though it seems like a nightmare hellish scenario, it can only get better from here. (laughs) 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 Order, order, Mr. Page. You are a most rambunctious fellow, but you are not obeying the rules of this house. And he's like... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Nine to the round table chat here. Kurt, uh, going. Full out. I mean, this is like, I'm trying to, if we watched this show not in sync, I would have loved this. Mm. But just watching this, knowing what had come before, it sucks. But I still, the comedy of this is undeniable. Where Kurt is like, yeah, look, we're on a, we're on a round table here. After Austin's banging the table, Kurt starts banging it as well to mimic him. And then he's like, yeah, this is, it's a round table. Because, you know, Steve, you're like King Arthur. What? Shane McMahon is like Merlin. Which was met with silence by the crowd as well. Because yep. the crowd does not get this. And then Kurt's like, I'm Galahad because I'm brave. And they say, hey, we, need bad, we need bad guys as well. So The Rock is Sir Lancelot. Now this is the point in time where I always kind of go, okay, you're talking about fucking... You're talking about English kayfabe here now. Yeah. Which I know fuck all about. And I assume was like whipped into you like the Nicene Creed was with me, mm. you know. So what the fuck is this Lancelot to heal... What? What? Who are who are the rounds the round table? How does this work? Are they real? Are they fake? Was there a King Arthur? Or is that literally a story of
3: complete legend? That's legend. I, oh, I think this is how little I know about so it. So, were you were you like taught this in school? No. Okay. No. What I've gleaned about the King Arthur legend comes mostly from the Monty Python Holy Grail movie. All right, because that's what I got as well. But like, I don't. I would feel ashamed of that because it's obviously a big part of English culture. But I don't feel so bad because the crowd, I think, are the same as me. They're silent. There's no reaction to any of this. It was clearly meant to be like, oh, we'll do some hometown references for England. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. They'll fucking love it. This is like. totally
0: Raven is happy that Doncaster lost in the yeah, league today. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what? You know?
3: <laughs> but no one gives a fuck.
0: Like, like some, someone sat down and looked through books and were like, yeah, we'll do nights to the round table and this could be a funny promo. And they wrote down all these references, which no one got because you didn't get it Joe didn't get it please someone explain to me if Lancelot's meant to be a heel because the rock Kurt says is Lancelot
3: I think Lancelot fucks up the quest for the grail and ends up wanting to get with Guinevere who is King Arthur's lady and Deborah is Guinevere as Kurt says but The Rocks never wanted to get... You know, if he'd have just, like, made an extenders comparison instead, where he's like, Austin, you're obviously Phil Mitchell, like, and I'm, like, the Grant Mitchell of the situation. Like, that would have... The crowd might have popped for something like that.
0: Yeah, and this is all missing the most important thing to get any of this fucking roundtable shit over, which is lutes and harps, and that's the only way it's going to get over. Mm -hmm. Bravely brave Steve Austin (laughs) rode forth from broken Skull. He was not afraid to jump. Oh, brave Steve Austin. He was not afraid to be run down at Survivor Series. Brave, 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 brave Steve Austin. What? <laughs> he won't jump <job> to Prof. <laughs> he took his ball and he went. Oh, <laughs> be that as it may, it was what it was. For fuck's sake. Always let a cooler, a cooler head prevail. <laughs> Riding up and down Kevin. the roads with Rick Roux, <laughs> I have got an happy and a taste of half-stone cold, stone cold Austin. <laughs> That's how you do
3: a Knights of the Round Table segment. That would have got over. People would probably know the Monty Python song more than the actual story of the Knights of the Round Table. Like, Jr. accuses Paul Heyman of being a peeping tom. Okay. When they're low energy like this, all sorts of shit slips by. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not getting clever or personal at all. They're just making shit up, like APA like a nice little ale
0: every shut now. Shut
3: up! <laughs> like shut up, hey, JR. That's you, isn't it? Yeah, we love ale. With Your ale, always pounding ale. <laughs> love it, Holy
0: shit! Fuck's sake, man! I <laughs> uh, seriously, if the if the campaign for real ale, if camera want to have an always pounding ale t shirt, yeah. The ale protection agency, you know? I'm in there drinking. Hang on, this doesn't taste like a real ale. Camera. They come in there, they sort that shit out. I, I love a real ale. I'm not gonna lie. I adore a real
3: ale. Me too, but these are the weakest UK references they've ever come up with. Like JR's just his heart's not in it. They've got nothing but Ale and not even fish and chips makes an appearance. Like they
0: did that last time, didn't they? I'm
3: tired. Plus,
0: mate, having an ale and fish and chips—that's a one-way ticket to a fucking bad England toilet time. I learned that my first week in this fucking place. All right, you don't never mix the two. All right, they're lovely separately, but they fight when they get uh, get together in the same room. Those guys. And as soon as Jr. is like, yeah, like a nice ale, came. Okay, just goes. They're drunks. I can smell it on their breath from here. Fuck's sake. No wrist tape on Bubba Ray Dudley, and I've written here, you just know there's some story there. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy was yeah, I was just his thinking that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stacy used it to like, I don't know, do a scrapbook or something. Could you believe the disrespect of that <laughs> Jezebel? <laughs> oh man, JR buries the hipster Dudleys with their poser lensless glasses
3: really yeah
0: he's like well I wear those anyway Paul and Paul's like they obviously have them on the on the announce table because when you come back Paul's got like Bubba's glasses the rest of the night like and he's like they help them see better Jr. like they got no lenses in them if I, saw, I didn't catch this wood, this would have crushed me as a child. Yeah. The Dudleys were my guys. Yeah. They're were, they were like Biclops in, uh, in The Simpsons, you know.
3: Yeah. Ah, for all of us kids with glasses, we've got a hero we can rally behind. That's the moment of being like, you know the monkeys don't even write their own songs, don't you? <laughs> it's not true, shut up! Those aren't even Bubba Ray's real lenses.
2: No!
0: <laughs> the sole highlight for me, though, the best thing about this... So last time we get these guys together but we are greeted by Jim Ross and Paul Heyman on commentary who saved up all their best moments
1: from improv class to fucking have at it tonight they are non-stop (laughs) for the two and a half hours of this show they are at each other's throats the entire time and it's fucking brilliant it's
0: uh, literally the opening line I'm good old JR joined tonight for the last time by Paul Heyman and Paul was like hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to the last ever broadcast of the World Wrestling Federation on behalf of myself it's been miserable working with you (laughs) and it goes downhill from there I mean there were points where I was like mm, I think this is dragging on a bit much and they're getting a bit too much in each of throats but then I was kind of thankful for they were the only people who were keeping this gimmick going yep. yeah Adam you might as well you are someone who has sponged how great this is and we won't be able to talk about Survivor Series without talking about the famous go home segment on the Raw before Survivor Series because this is what brought us to the dance this is why WCW and ECW are facing off against Team WWF how did we go home on the flagship show tell me and
3: Billy all about it. Well, The Rock had a little, what, 40-second match with William Regal, where he wasn't even in his ring gear. He was just dressed like The Rock, and he buries Regal, and then he's like, Stone Cold, you get your ass out here. And, and Jim Ross was like, not sure why The Rock's not wearing his, his ring attire.
0: Could be that he came here to fat, not wrestle. <laughs> we're all wearing clothes here today, so we're straight up ready to throw down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't here to wrestle you boys. <laughs> so Stone Cold comes out, and The Rock starts off his promo, and he's like, first of all finally the rock and Stone Cold takes the mic out of his hand and he's like what I think you mean to say is finally Stone Cold has (laughs) come and the rock takes it back out of his hand and he's like
5: oh no 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 no! what the rock's trying to say is finally the rock has come
3: ah Rocky what you're trying to say and this just goes on back and forth (laughs) my eyes (laughs) like he's showing (laughs) (laughs) hurts people's ears then their eyes yeah then we get about three minutes of what chance with the which is i think
0: the first time austin did the whole thing where he's like you're scared and what? the crowd goes why and he doesn't say why. he just kind of does a little the little bounce the yeah. response like yeah. he's playing
3: <laughs> up to it so this goes on for quite some time really long time and stone cold <laughs> well what's great is that stone cold keeps trying to like get close to the rock and sort of talk to him on his level and he puts his hand on the rock's shoulder and rock immediately brushes it off and he's like ah, don't
5: you touch me don't you ever touch me, rock? For,
3: for him taking his hand off,
0: and then the rock was like, "I have to tell you this with the bottom of my heart." Your breath smells so bad. Yeah. And Austin's like, you're just a little little sulky face that he does. And he has a great line as well. He's like, I ain't got a beer belly. You keep saying I got a beer belly. And a beer belly. <laughs>
3: Top heel Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a fuel tank for an ass whipping machine, son. <laughs> so self conscious. Ah, that ain't plumber's crack. <laughs> He's, he's talking to The Rock and like The Rock looks away from him. He's like, don't you ever look away from me, Rock? Like, really trying to get onto his level. He's like, it hurts my feelings when you say you don't like me, Rock.
0: And um, Jimmy's like, you can order now, Sunday. <laughs> this
3: is the main event yeah, segment. Man, the man's raw. feelings like, haven't hurt, folks. This, And they've taken like 10 minutes of the promo to get just to this point. And Stone Cold's like, I want to try to break the ice, break the tension
5: a little bit. Maybe cheer you up. Old Stone Cold's going to sing you a song.
3: And the crowd, like, does a little pop, like... And he sings Delta Dawn, doing, like, proper mm. Stone Cold. Delta Dawn! Eh, 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 you got it
0: it's coming home! It's coming <laughs> home! It's coming What? Football's coming home! What? <laughs> Everywhere you go Fuck oh, off oh, Stop it Let's have sing
2: song
1: I just want to hear Austin do Vindaloo okay? now <laughs> Meat, <laughs> pie, <past. Austin laughs> Come on England Come on World cup is
3: long dead lads Let it go It might still come home It might I, just be a little late, yeah, well. late. I said it on
0: cinemas throw, Football's coming home In the back of your ambulance <laughs>
3: Fun ah, fact, Sam, ah, didn't Sam cut that joke out? Because England literally I'm got knocked out. Like.
0: Every podcast I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, football's going... <laughs> Could I get the chat going at the, at the pool party? I don't know why. Like,
3: anyway. So Stone Cold sings Delta Dawn to The Rock, and The Rock's like, what the fuck's going on? And the Rock's really pissed off now. <laughs> and the crowd's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. Ow. So The Rock, in response to Stone Cold, goes... You gotta know when to hold them, Know when to fold 'em. em <coughs> And like he sings Back to Stone yeah. Cold
0: You never s- assume a shente When you're <laughs> still at the table
3: So <laughs> sick of Ashu a
0: time for scorpions When the Scorpion King's done <laughs> Vince and Linda, the power couple arrive. They had a real display that they were back together, Billy, uh, on Raw. Vince came out and he's like, as far as my marriage is concerned, dig this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus
3: <laughs> fucking Christ.
0: How many of those do you think she had to do to become a small business administrator? <laughs> like,
3: oh, God. <laughs>
0: you got a couple of more of those left in you? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, that poor woman, <laughs> like. Yeah. Vince, I don't really think I... Come on, Linda, be cool. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> what well, Kevin's miming is like a mommy bird like <laughs> laughing into a baby bird's mouth. At the same time, kind of like running the tongue around the lips to make sure every bit of it is
0: out. Like, oh. you know, go on, every bit of this. Oh, I got it. Linda's concerned with Vince about what's going to happen. And Vince is like, Linda, there's a, an old saying that the kids are using these days. <laughs> What's
2: up?
0: (laughs) That's not it. Dude, where's my car? (laughs) Hey, pal, where's my car? now why is it they're the, the saying shit, that the, happens. shit happens
3: you know it's like a big season finale of wrestling when Vince is getting all excited and breaking out the swear oh, words you like... do
0: one per season they're like the one
3: <laughs> it's like when he said the n-word that time on Raw or whatever that was <laughs> just a
1: throwaway that, that wasn't an end of season <laughs>
2: that.
3: <laughs> that was just his dark heart
1: like uh.
0: <laughs> Regal then appears ooh bad boy William Regal and he's like I just wanted you to know <laughs> Uh, he chews him
3: out like. He's delighted. He's there with like a massive grin, like, oh, I can't bloody wait to see you two on your arse. Like, oh. having <laughs> the best time of his life. Regal, in his
0: credit, has churned in some of the best performances of his career so far. Like, absolutely brilliant. But before we get on to our next match, I do want to point out what he said. And this is something I mentioned way back at the start, which made my skin crawl. Which is like, and we will see you, of course, tomorrow on Alliance Raw. <laughs>
3: Alliance
0: Raw. Alliance Raw. Welcome everyone to Alliance Raw. If you want to watch uh, Alliance Velocity or Alliance
1: Heat? Call it Nitro. Call it hard on Saturday night. <laughs>
0: Forgot about that. <laughs>
1: he calls him like a tow rag as well yeah like, oh, oh. He he's not going to fall for Vince's mind games and that Austin is as loyal to the alliance as Regal is to the queen Like, <laughs> 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 he's really a, fucking loyal like they had a great line with him where uh,
0: he came to join JR and Heyman on commentary and Heyman is like please excuse my broadcast colleague he's from Oklahoma and Regal just sits down and gives him this filthy look and goes we all have our crosses to bear, I guess.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Regal so much. All right, let me tell you that the best fucking Regal saving ever. Right, because you know we were pissed off last ep that Regal and Tajiri their story didn't get any sort of a look in, yeah. even though they were like, like fucking the Chuckle Brothers. You you can't mm-hmm. have one without the other. If one of them's going into court, the other one should be there <laughs> as well.
1: Because let's face it, I did it together. <laughs>
0: We saw all of the muddy footprints going into the house, which you were meant to be cleaning, Mister <laughs> Mister Chuckle and your assailant brother. And yes, see, I know you brought the ladder in carefully. Yet still, the windows were all broken. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I got it. So this is kind of scary, Regal. Now yeah. we start yeah. off with bumbling, kind of mm. creepy Regal, who could still be vicious, but was still very much like you know, like in the way that Mister Bean could randomly be vicious and be like, "Oh, well yes, yeah. uh, <laughs>
3: footy." he could! you never saw what he did to Teddy mate <laughs> is that episode where he killed that boy
2: All right, I'm just saying, as someone's
0: been in a car crash and what he does to that fucking blue car
1: <laughs> like a fucking road ranger like, da, 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 I'm going on my adventure He, he <laughs> run him off the road he didn't buy that chicken ready plucked mate yeah. <laughs> like, he did that then and there and it's just the camera started rolling and there's the one as
0: well when he goes on the date with his, 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 his lady friend and they yeah. go to the club and he like starts like, crumping up against this man be like get out of here she's mine like you know <laughs> taking his dick out and all that
1: shit like
3: you
1: know. it's like a gorilla really like we watched
3: a, a video essay on youtube well it's not even a video essay. it's an old like rowan atkinson made vhs where it's him Sure, sort of showing you the different principles of physical comedy, like yeah, and he's very
0: kind of Tells you the rules of comedy, like he's like, know yeah, I've got a banana here. It's very big, and it's obviously very funny because if anything's big, it's it's funny. And he's like, there's nothing funnier than taking your knob out in a scene. It's the funniest fucking thing, but it's
2: hilarious.
0: <laughs> and that's why all the classic beat would end with that. Line, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not the cartoon though. It was just cowards like <thing>. But no more so than you know Stone Cold or um, you know Kurt Angle, the ability to do the comedy and then to scare you within weeks of each other. It yeah, seems. that's
3: true. But with Regal, his comedy, like you, you must have seen the clip where he like. <laughs> Someone's knocked over like a hot dog stand. And he's slipping in mustard yes, for about 45 it. seconds and he's just <laughs> covered. Like, oh my own. Oh, no. And he just keeps
2: going. And in his head, it's
0: just Oi. It's what I deserved. Rhino has been suspended in commas. He actually, and I never knew this, he just he got suspended during they did like a whole segment where you know, after the Alliance had their bad night and then, like, everyone got brought out of the ring except instead of Austin, it was Shane and Stephanie. And he's like, Billy Kidman, who beat your ass Thursday? You know, he got right in his face. And, like, Shane beat up Billy Kidman. And then he had, like, the Alliance beat up the Dudley boys. And then, like, Stephanie's like, Rhino, you're suspended. And Rhino's like, what? And then they go, Chuck Palumbo, what? (laughs) I have the actual quote that Stephanie said to Chuck Palumbo. What have you done with your opportunity, Chuck Palumbo? Nothing. You are nothing. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chuck Palumbo's like, I'll show you. I'll marry Billy good <laughs> <laughs> Last laugh. Coming up next, cage match. Time to unify these four fucking belts. It's great when the referee had them. He's like, I have
3: the, <laughs> I have the power of a
0: thousand sons. I am wrestling's past, present, all will despair. <laughs> <laughs> you will not have a superstar, but a referee—one <laughs> <laughs> as beautiful as oh, <laughs> the very sorry. foundations. <laughs>
1: Jimmy Galadriel,
0: like <laughs> <laughs> the Tudley totally Boys taking on the Hardy Boys. Backstage Jeff and Lita Are concerned About creepy Matthew Hardy A.K.A. Matt Hardy Namaste You've
3: been enjoying Creepy Matt's antics On Raw? Yeah he's been a Bit of a bad boy again Hasn't he? Bad boy Bad Hardy He's a stinker Getting caught with his hand In the cookie jar again (laughs) quite literally like, <laughs> stealing cookies from Stacey like. so yeah I mean, if Stacey Heber is a cookie
0: jar Matt Hardy has been caught with his hand inside oh
1: right <laughs>
0: nothing happened like alright well okay it
1: is we don't know what happens behind closed doors <laughs>
0: well th- this is like, the creepiest that Matt has gotten alright there's no like non-creepy way to describe that there was a part where Matt came out when Stacey was wrestling Leah, and the story is that like Stacey can't wrestle so, like, she'd been beaten in like 10 seconds Pretty much. And then Matt comes out, it's like, yeah guys, let's cheer on Amy Dumont aka Lila, in her professional wrestling contest, aka Sports Entertainment. I am entertained, and it will be huh quite sporting. Uh, so <laughs> he comes in and uh he's like, you know, clapping away, and he sees Stacy and he goes to like punch Stacy. The fuck? Like he literally grabs Stacy at the back of the head and he cocks his fist back, like, I'm gonna kill you, Stacy. <laughs> like he's Why? proper gonna do it. But Matt, you know the way it is. You pull in your... You just want to punch this woman and then you accidentally elbow your girlfriend in the face. For and for hell. the rest of this... And that's why Lee has got this massive black eye. Yeah. Because Matt goes to punch Stacy, and accidentally elbows Lee in the face. And then afterwards, when, when Lita still wins, he's like, oh my God, guys. Amy is such a pr- amazing performer. Can you believe how good she is? And she's like, Matt, please just leave me alone. Like...
3: Oh, God. And then
0: like... <laughs> It was the point where he was meant to have a mixed tag team match, him and Lita versus, like, Landstorm Storm and Ivory. And she's like, Matt, you know, I'm really excited about the match. You can tell she's, like, put loads of makeup on to try and hide the black eyes. Like, I'm, I'm excited for a big night, man." He's like, yeah, I'm so excited about my big night as well. I cannot believe the opportunity that I have. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh oh my god uh, forgive vacations and apologies (laughs) of the highest regard and order I actually have an intercontinental championship match with Test aka Andrew Martin and it's on now bye and he just runs off and she's like oh okay then and then like they have like Jim Ross going well two young competitors two separate careers opportunities come up all the time in the WWF but you gotta think Matt Hardy's looking out for himself here guys (laughs) and then he comes back later on after he's lost he's like no, it's totally fine. I'm, even though I lost the match, aka I was not victorious, you uh, know. physically I may have lost the match, but spiritually I will, will always defeat Chess. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to go and, and wrestle the tag. Like, and he's just that total thing where it's like, no, it's fine, I'll go. I can oh, do it. I'll go wrestle the tag match. Oh, you want me to Oh, now, is it? No, it's fine, I'll go do it. You want me to do it now? You want me? It's your fault I'm doing this, but I will do it if you want me to. He's so fucking aggressive yeah. and gross. And if you're like Matt Hardy even the slightest in your relationship, you need to to, to sort that out. Shame on you. Do not punch Stacy Keeper. Do not elbow Leah. Do not make other plans and then blame them for doing the plans originally agreed to. So yeah, he's been an absolute creep. And then Leah and Matt Leah and Jeff are chatting backstage, kinda of going, Yeah, Matt's been a, a real piece of work recently. He's like, Hey guys, what are you all talking about? You talking about me? Am I weird? <laughs> Am I creepy?
2: <laughs> no,
0: like in the middle of the house party. No, guys, come on. Let's all let's all have it out. Come on. I'm taking my fedora off. Come on. I'll put it down here. I'm gonna rest it for a second. Everyone, stop drinking my homebrew. Okay. I'm gonna take <laughs> a second. Yeah, I know. I'll have my guitar. I was gonna do some karaoke and play you guys off my new EP. But we're gonna talk about why you all think I'm a weirdo right now. Aww. And they're like, "Well, that is not the time." Like, is no, it? we're having a cage match. Well, we're never going to get to talk about it with the build-up to their awful split, but he does go at one point. "Like the Hardy Boys, Lita, you and I are breaking up."
3: <laughs> that is the way to break. I've broke up with a girl in the past saying that exact sentence. Actually, <laughs> just like the Hardy Boys, we're breaking up. Like,
0: I don't even watch. Wrestling. Who? What? <laughs>
3: the detective kids from those books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were dead.
4: <laughs> oh, I got
0: it. Here is an actual, legitimate quote. From Stone Cold Steve Austin, like literally a week or two beforehand, (laughs) to Kurt Angle, the Olympic gold medalist, about his hat. Where's the hat? Why did you take it off? Put it on, Kurt. I've been doing you favours. Wear it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing you favours. What favours have you been doing him? Giving him a hat, mate. Just
0: randomly, sometimes in the street, you're like really late at night, you'll hear random people shout, shouting drunken nonsense. Like, yeah. Put that hat on, I've been doing you favors, wear a what
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, just got, reminds me, when I was down in Somerset on holiday, there was a fight outside the Chippy at about nine at, nine at night. Right. And. <laughs> These got drunk guys fight arguing, and then you just heard you hear this guy from Somerset just going, "Yeah, you walk away. Oh, look at me. I drive a train." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! He started singing about driving a train and how he was better than the other guy because he drove a train. Was like the fat controller
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, well, you're going to stay there forever and ever and always, you sort of a bitch." There's a lot of cool moments where Jeff is like, "Whoop! I'm all I'm gonna keep yeah. going, keep the momentum." And Bubba like grabs one foot and is like,
3: "Huh!" Slams him back down. Really, really fucking cool. Did you catch how Jr. describes Jeff's cage antics? He's like a North Carolina orangutan. I would say like Spider-Man. Yeah, that's better. What
2: you do, do,
0: do, do doing up there? Oh, the <laughs> staying away from you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: What? <laughs> what about Uncle Ben? <laughs> um, hey, man, I missed the part where that was my problem. <laughs> We're remaking Spider-Man 1. <laughs> We're just doing it. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, Matt plays everyone in this yes. version.
0: Yes, he does. Oh, we had a segment on Raw where literally it's like, folks, down in WWF New York. We got a new tag team is being announced. It's Bang, Bam Bam Bam. comes Billy Gunn with Chuck Palumbo, just like raising each other's arms, pointing at Chuck's winter coat. Just pointing at each other. And here's the actual quote that we got. And Jim Ross goes, uh, "Billy, Billy Gunn, and Chuck Palumbo, they start themselves a, a new tag team." And Hayman goes, "Huh, Billy Gunn and Chuck Palumbo." looks to me like, oh, God, it's Rob Van Dam, And they just cut to Orbeezo. <laughs>
2: you
0: know what I think it's not happens? as you mean to go on. Yeah, seriously. What totally happened with Chuck Palumbo, it's just like in uh, Maybe, in Arrested Development, she, he just kind of arrived into WWF New York, and Billy Gunn's like, hey, man, what are you doing here? Marry me! And then it just kind of escalates from yeah. there, and then he has to actually marry Billy Gunn, because he does, he marries Billy Gunn, For is what sake. he does backstage it's time to get psyched up Vince McMahon with his boys each and every one of you quite frankly will be justifiably professionally and personally disgraced
3: if you fuck this up nice nice
1: speech Vince literally fucking hell he starts off
3: by saying I could be looking at a bunch of losers
1: Like, right in The Undertaker. The Undertaker! All all I ask you is to remember that no one will forgive you if you lose. Fucking Alvin. He says there
3: is not a single WWF fan in the universe that will forgive you if you lose this. this. is
0: brilliant. Even before WWE universe was a, was a phrase, he literally meant the shoot universe, yeah. like any planet, any, any galaxy. It's like when uh, Bart's doing the golf tournament. Remember, if you lose, you're out of the
2: family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like when he invokes these big names from the past. He's like, names like gorilla monsoon hey, andre the giant <laughs> and looks, he looks right at the rock he might as well give him a little kiss hi chief peter my via. <laughs> and rock is like why are you doing this it's really weird <laughs> all the great names tony gorea mm. black jack mulligan dick ebersole the he-hate-me he guy from X XFL. <laughs>
2: all
1: of these names that are very important to me and Miyoki. Yeah. And then he also admits that the rumours about Austin are not true. He was bullshitting all along. He just casually oh. froze aside. Really? That wasn't true? Yeah. Huh. A little bit of Hollywood magic there, pal. Huh.
3: I also say as well, this is the first chance we get a look at it. This is the worst best cane that we oh. have oh I was wondering foot. your thoughts on it describe the cane fucking hate it this is the most serious event in sports entertainment history and you've got the nerve to come out here in your fucking PJs like it's <laughs> big it's the normal vest with the flames and everything but it's all bright fucking red like, it looks
0: like you see something like oh I love sriracha so much i oh, got sriracha pajamas like, a like a fucking was... idiot like, <laughs> you look like a moron cane I, all right I'm I
3: kind of hoping that that
0: sauce will sponsor us so like you know oh, just kind of
3: lifetime supply sriracha I
0: do like that you could mm. have the sriracha hot tag scale just say and send us all the sauces oh.
4: Oh, I got it.
0: Oh. just don't send us any of the pajamas we will bury <laughs> them absolutely and resolutely now this is great because we're leading up to our big final showdown winner take all in our main event and this is not the first confrontation vince has been having with his people backstage this is kind of one of many that he's had where he's been going to people and being like, for fuck's sake, come on, we got to win this. Uh And the best one was when he goes up to the undertaker and he's like, I never meant to say, Undertaker, that I doubted your loyalty for a second. The whole time, Undertaker's doing his little dance, his little jake. As Come on, got, boy. Yeah, boy, I got worms, boy. Come <laughs> on, boy, I kiss my dog, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Undertaker's there jigging around, and he goes, I'll tell you what, Vince, you can kiss my ass. And he walked
1: off. No, I don't want to do that. you will get worms. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle continues.
1: <laughs>
2: Because the
3: next night on Raw, someone else kisses Vince's ass, and then he gets worms. Like, do you guys remember when our mate Isaac made his own finisher? This reminds me exactly like this to create a
0: finisher. (laughs) Describe our friend. If there was a fourth man when we started the AE podcast, it
1: would be Zach. Zach, So tell
3: us about Zach's finisher. He just realised there was no limitations for what you could do in the creative finish. Yeah, because he, he, like, sure. he, had, he
1: had like 25 slots, slots for, for the move
3: So the first slot was Austin double fingers to the face, and. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like nineteen or twenty uninterrupted kicks to the nuts over and over, and, and when he hit the movie, down, you could like put your controller down and sip your drink, waiting for your guy. And your wrestlers there like. <laughs> 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 He'd pick him
0: up for a powerbomb and put him back down. Oh, yeah! Up, and suplex, <laughs> <Teasing> stall, <him. laughs> spit around, back down, and then it would just be like, you know... Kicking the nuts again. <laughs> I didn't even know how it ended in the end. Like It might have just been a final kick to the nuts. Yeah, like, I think so. The mule kick. Basically, he looked at that and had the same realisation that some tester did that when they removed this feature.
1: from. The <laughs> game, yeah. like... oh, I, got it. I did enjoy uh, Big Dumb Big Shows. <laughs>
2: <Where> actually... <sighs> Oh <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Fucking gorilla! Is like. that your name
0: for another grunge of the night. Is, right? <laughs>
1: that one in there.
0: So yeah, I love his. You know, one of my favorite bit. You got you know obviously Vince is the big power. Oh, yeah, he, uh, comes out. he gets all of his lightning powers back. Like it kind of just becomes fully mana Vince McMahon once again. There's a great little bit I caught just in the corner of my eye when Jim Ross is like, "The WWF has done it. We have survived. The alliance is dead." And as he's saying it, he's like stood up doing this and. Think F- just walking by these high fivers. Think ah! is like you. Goddamn right, we did, big man. Fuck oh, <laughs> yeah! I love it. I love it.
1: And if you're a fine purveyor of stuff and things, head on over to matthewsbotchomania.com. Beans means. Stuffing things.
2: <laughs>
1: yes!
3: <laughs> I wish oh. people could have seen your face when you said things.
1: I literally <laughs> forgot to think of something to do. I came up with that about maybe three minutes ago. Wow. <laughs> no wonder you're in the cupboards. It was, I it, it was either that or sing King of Carrot Flowers Part 2.
0: Here we are mm-hmm. Season 3 Another one Done in the dust Yeah wrapping it up Obviously know is the director's
3: Commentary for the DVD And the the, the blooper reel And that's uh, that's another Season on the shelf I've always wanted To actually do a Commentary track For one of our podcasts Like Let's you listen to it, it over. over the
1: podcast just, <laughs> just do it big drunk Like the thing Like <laughs> No I'd
3: like to
0: do it Like Arnold Schwarzenegger And Paul Verhoeven And just be like you'll know, Reveal all the secrets Like you know The thing is Is that Stone Cold Wasn't actually there It was a trick With the they just played the recording of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. I did, literally, fucking when they do... Um, when they tell Rico on the director's commentary, Arnie literally goes, yeah, I wasn't actually on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a trick. Cinema magic. Oh, well, Paul Verhoeven, what have you got up your big sleeve here tonight? For over 50 years, the unquestionable power in wrestling entertainment. Our reign will rule for a thousand <laughs> years. Yes, that bloodline! <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed then that they just decided to play the Survivor Series 2001 intro package. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they had a cute idea that it's like, oh, we could be lazy, because we had a, a bit of a good idea to start. Yeah, like the won. end is not here anymore. Yeah, we've had it's, the it end. It doesn't work
3: anymore.
0: The end was there. Like, yeah. the end is not nigh. The end is... Die, you know, it's...
3: <laughs> Ma- Mount Doom's been destroyed. Now all we're doing is watching Aragorn get crowned. Like we're just wrapping it up. Ah, like...
0: uh, now you're saying, now you're making Aragorn's gonna get crowned, but we've got to, we've got to go to the fucking Shire. We got to see how Bilbo's doing. Yeah. We got to see, you know, what the commentary situation yeah, is like. Sam's got to get married. You know,
1: yeah. there's a lot of stuff to go. That film has four endings. It's critically
0: important when <laughs> we see the wedding. You like... remember it, don't you? Remember at the end of Survivor Series 2001, and Jim Ross, like, and Howard Finkel had tears in their eyes, and Howard. I think it was like, if that old Rosie, if I was to marry him, it would have been her, Mr. JR! <laughs> <laughs> it would have been her! <laughs> They'll be picking the first of the strawberries. <laughs> I can't carry Survivor Series, but I can <laughs> carry you! <laughs>
2: oh,
1: and he also announces that we're going to get a very special club yes what is this club billy it's the kiss my ass club which i didn't think started this early you had been around the time of kiss my ass i am familiar with the men who have had to kiss the end of vince mcmahon the end. Uh, i particularly remember a i think it's in one of the documentaries where regal talks about being the inaugural member so i knew it was going to be Regal yeah. straight off the bat uh, and he, he does it in he does it in kayfabe way of saying how much of an honor it was yeah yeah, um, to be the first member to 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 plant his no, it, lips. It on Truly, that cheek. was
0: one of the top OMG moments
1: yep. in wrestling. Well, oh, was it OMG? I think
3: it was. And oh, then you cut co- yeah. co- <laughs> to Jr. as well, who is like so fucking surly and sarcastic. He's like, when you have your lips pressed against the buttocks of the owner of the company, <laughs> you know your status as a Hall of Famer is secured for life. <laughs> I
1: have heard it's like the Blarney Stone.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Tell me, as Englishman, what's the Blarney Stone do then? You kiss it and you get iron uh, Irish powers? No, I you think? put it into a sack and you swing it over your head and throw it at the black and tans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Learning all about the black and tans lately. Yeah, like.
0: Charles Dance, he was evil.
1: <laughs> Billy, who are some of the people you know to be in the Kiss My Ass Club? Uh... Regal, Jr. Shane... Mm. And Shane got, like... Didn't even kiss the cheek. He went full up that arse. Yeah, yeah he did. His
0: face just kind of rubbed against it like a cloth. They but, had to pull him back out afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't... I can't think who else is in it. I think he made Marty Jannetty do it.
3: Shawn Michaels.
0: Yeah, Shawn Michaels did it. got oh, forced d- into I, it. I, I do <laughs> remember because Vince, when he was doing it, he went, Make him kiss it, kiss it, kiss it, Yeah. Yeah! Oh.
1: And then... And then it ha- Vince had to kiss someone's ass Vince yeah Vince sh- had to kiss
0: Rikishi's ass Rikishi's oh yeah right? that's, that's which good. was when the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club ended forever in 2002 before coming back for an even longer run in 2006 <laughs> <laughs> so there you go there's something about the Kiss My Ass Club that is uh, haunting and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll get to that no, I guess, we'll in a little
1: bit
0: we'll get to that lots of thrills and spills and stories Vince is telling us and uh, yeah when he says someone is going to come out here tonight and they're going to kiss my ass and we got mild orvd chance mm. now there's something about that that's really funny like where he's like come on rob Kiss my ass, and he'd be
1: like, Cool, whatever, man. Oh
3: no, he'd have to. Like, he would, because he's, he's too chill. He's too
1: chill about yeah, it. He's too open minded. Or he did a frog splash into it. <laughs> into- <laughs> a ro- does a rolling thunder <laughs> <laughs> into Vince's ass. Oh, I'd like to think that he, he would do
0: it. You know, you see Robin sell a pile driver or a DDT where he <laughs> spring out, he kisses and then goes, View!
3: <laughs> yeah. Fuck
0: okay. it. He points out over in commentary that uh, there's an empty chair. It's like over there by Jim Ross. I don't know why, but when he goes over to Jim Ross, and Jareds goes, "Have hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's Literally one of my top five Jarrett
2: moments of all time. <laughs> <"Hey, Vince."> <laughs> <laughs> It's like
1: seeing your mum when you're in the, like a nativity play. Yeah, <laughs> he literally... Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. That's so cute. He
0: teases that Paul Heyman's gonna come out. And, uh, mm. He says, yo, I'm a First Amendment kind of guy. With that in mind, I want to bring out Paul Heyman. Honestly, this is one of my favourite segments. I love this. Of all... I think this is... Gotta be my top three segments of all time, like non non wrestling, just in the ring kind of stuff happening, talking. I get goosebumps. It's every time I watch this. It's one of the few things that consistently I think is the greatest thing ever. From when I very first saw it to this moment, I've watched this hundreds of times. So you got like Heyman coming out because Vince is making it. Oh, I'm a First Amendment guy. I like. The controversial opinions, which yeah. that's true about him. Yeah. That, that is literally why he actually hired Paul Heyman, yeah, yeah. and Heyman comes out and he goes over to to Jr. At the start, he looks a little bit nervous, and then he kind of walks very slowly. He's like, "All right," and then he puts on the headsets and just like, <laughs> "I got away
2: with it!" <laughs> maniacal
0: laughter, like. <laughs> I, I got
1: away with it. I got away with it. <laughs>
3: I got away with it. <laughs> he just, that's that is such an admission of oh yeah I knew the whole time that I'm a bollocks yeah. and I got away with it too. And like, he's wearing a WWF yeah, I know the fucking phony. <laughs> like
0: we've not been looking that lid you've been wearing the last six months, you <laughs> piece of shit. This is fucking brilliant. And you know, Vince is like, yeah, I'm cool. With what you said, but come on in the ring here a second, Paul. I uh, you know, like the free speech, ECW, all that kind of. Devon, get the tables, all that kind of a thing. When he, when he
1: mentions that he he respects the First Amendment, Heyman just goes, "It's my favorite
0: amendment." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I want you
1: to speak your opinions like, exactly, and I will do it right there for you
0: every Monday on Raw. Like I love the things you said on uh, on Thursdays. Yeah, that's the big problem where Hayman like eviscerated him. Yeah, I love this vid, he he had to fire him pretty much straight away because he couldn't keep the pretense going there. Like, oh no, I love what you did there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially the bit about my dad, you really got me there, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my face red, yeah. The bit bit about the blood building Titan Towers. That was good, yeah. You're fired! (laughs) Hayman's face. Oh, man. The classic, just he goes with the biggest smile, just
3: to oh devastation.
0: He goes to fight Vince McMahon. Who straight away takes off his coat and JR's like, "I'm oh, great man, he's going to kill Paul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to fight JR. Yeah, instead. he just goes out the ring and just goes for JR. JR beats the shit out of him. He
3: potatoes the loving <laughs> fuck out of him. And I, and I love
1: look.
0: that you got the JR tongue on the bottom lip. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on! <laughs> go on, you God. son of a bitch! You woman! You goddamn woman! <laughs> This is fucking so funny. I love the idea. Like he's not gonna fight Vince. He's gonna pick up someone his own size and shape. Yeah. Like go right for Jr. And then as Heyman is literally being carried away, like dragging and screaming, he gets introduced to his replacement. Fest yep but when he comes out and that music is playing that and music. he just points at Heyman and does a little like <laughs> and you know like how much those two hate each other for real yeah and it's a testament to how good a performer that Heyman is that I get goosebumps every time Jerry Lawler comes back and JR goes all oh, is right in the world at least at the announce desk
3: <laughs> oh, oh that is so fucking lovely like it's it's one of the best examples of comeuppance I think in yeah, wrestling yeah. of a villain just flat out getting what they deserve and the crowd being happy like Fucking love this moment. I
0: kind of wish like they went all in with this though, much much further, like where you know Jr. wakes up from a sleepy sleep and they ah, it's Jerry Lawler, <laughs> yay! Yeah. It's all in the doorway, in like. <laughs> And Bill Watts is there too, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Stone Cold is here, <laughs> all my pals. Trish baseball slides out of the ring She hits Lita and Matt Hardy And then uh, Matt's like holding his mouth Ow, my mouth, a.k.a. my pa-hole Is hurting (laughs) And then Jerry with some really weird commentary Goes, "Uh uh-oh, his teeth are loose No kissing for him tonight (laughs) Jerry why are you thinking about that oh you know when you're kissing somebody you just like rub your teeth against each other teeth all fall out sparks are flying
3: oh
0: <laughs> oh it's so horrible oh. you know what legitimately I can't wait to be a toothless old man and like make it out it's going to be great oh, it's going to be fucking no great no fucking
3: teeth in the way baby yeah
0: it's, this, this shit is just fucking surplus to requirements <laughs> <laughs> I mean I want to get my snog on <laughs> do you want no teeth fucking ruben.
3: I'm telling Joe you said I want to get my snog on
0: On recording You tell her that, it's fine, I don't care <laughs> It's going to be very, very exciting I guess you could say
3: We're going
0: there and back again
3: Yeah <sighs> Fucking A man! Nothing like starting off a new season with a Hobbit reference. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking cursed from the word go. Yeah like, baby! And I don't reckon we can, instead of doing WrestleMania
0: 13, can we just split it into three parts? Three yeah. parts, more yeah. CGI. The like, battle of the five
1: Austens. Like, we won't actually be
3: in the same room as each other. Like We'll yeah. all be green screened and fucking crying in between takes. And the like, best we'll be thing
1: storyboarding if- it as we go. Oh, anyway.
3: having a nervous breakdown on Billy
0: set. just walks into the room and it's fully green like, where are the characters? Oh. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. I'm so fucking excited. And hey, thank you to everyone for coming along for season three. Put the DVD back up on the shelf. Dust off some space because season four is coming at you like a ton of bricks very, very soon. And we cannot wait to get involved with all of your thoughts, your comments and your ideas for season four. And you better believe over on patreon.com forward slash a podcast, there's going to be a whole shedload of great content coming alongside the way as well. Adam, Billy, it's been a delight talking about this era with you. It has.
3: This has been the most fun I've ever had with this podcast. Hey! Yes, it's been it favourite yeah. season to date doing this. Honestly,
0: it's my favourite season as well. Mm. I feel like we uh, we had a lot of fun doing this, and I feel that people had a lot of fun listening to us, have a lot of fun doing this as well. I hope fun so. Fun inception. That's what you can expect mm. from the Edge Era podcast. <laughs> I was going to do a little Bilbo bit, and then you just brought in Hans Zimmer
1: into <laughs> 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 just, just, you can do that, I mean, so just listening.
0: No more Hobbit, please. <laughs> the, <laughs> the
1: road goes ever
0: on and on. Well, we've come to the end of season three. I wish you all a very fond farewell. <laughs> Goodbye.
2: <gasps>
0: oh, he's gone! <laughs> 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 Oh, come on, Adam, it's just a bit of old fun. It's in my pocket. (laughs) We'll catch you on season four of the Attitude Era podcast. Backstage, Vince McMahon visits the Alliance dregs.
3: Oh, I had Alliance Remnant World written down. <laughs> all the spare bits of Alliance go in spare. Like... What is it
0: you call those things you get in the chip shops? Scronks? Oh! It?
1: The scrumps.
3: Scrums. This scrums. is great. I'm glad this has come up on the podcast, because now we're going to get tweets about this from all over the UK. They have different names for it all over the shop. Really? Like... It's like bread rolls. Yeah. It. you say like... what they are first before the people in America are like, England, I don't even know what that is. So in our chip shops here, some chippies, not everyone, but some chippies do this thing where all the bits of batter that have like fallen off the fish or the battered sausages or whatever, they get them all into like a big pile and with like a little shovel you can like have them chucked on your chips.
0: So basically if you're a geologist, this would be scree. Mm-hmm. Or if you're an industrial chemist, uh, smelting iron, this would be scrag.
3: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You can call it scrag. We call it batter bits in our hometown because that's what it is. It's bits of batter. Could you go and go give me a little bit of batter bits? Yeah, a little bit of bits please. <laughs> a little bit of batter <laughs> bits If you want a bit of Battenburg afterwards, that could be a little bit hard. I'm worried about the Battenburg a bit better than like Kevin's. <laughs> if it's a bit of a battenberg no, I don't want to bite into a bit of a Battenburg. No, I I'm, I'm want, I,
0: want, so. I want Billy to get a little bit of, of a <laughs>
3: But like, so you you may have heard on Steven Universe they call them the bits. Yeah, like, the bits. It's the bits. Oh, so
0: they get them in America. I guess. Because like, in Ireland we can't have them, and I assume it's because they're nice. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, they're real good. so we're not
1: allowed to have them We just put them in the bin. Don't, you, you don't get it in Chester either. Really? No, it's, it's it's really. I
3: it, Chester seems like the kind of place where you would get them. No. In Skegness you can get them, yeah. call, and they call them scraps, which is like quite common around the UK. I would call them skegs. When I was first in Lincoln, one of the first chippies I went to, I asked if I could have scraps on my chips, and the woman just looked at me and went, scrumps, though, yeah, Scraps, yeah, scrumps. scrumps though. Like,
0: so there seems to be.
3: And she seemed annoyed that I had the gall to ask for scraps. The SC seems to come into it a lot. Yeah, well, you do. It does until I can't remember where it is. I think it's like the southeast because I looked this up the other night. I was actually having a conversation with someone about this. There's a part of the UK where they're called grubbins for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get. That. They sound like low-level baddies from Fable <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, grubbins! There's grubbins in my barn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, because I, I know the term gubbins. Gubbins is like all oh, like, your accoutrements you and have a your dinner. Like, yeah, bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, literally. Well, we didn't have scrunks
0: in uh, <laughs> skronks We didn't have scrandoles. They're in odd world, aren't they? The yeah, <laughs> 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 What's in damaging for Stephanie though, who gets to use this as a, a big character moment?
4: Daddy, you are a genius. I mean, Daddy, you had The Alliance snowed all along. You knew what you were doing the whole time. I I guess the only thing I really have left to say is that I'm sorry. How's that for sincerity? Brown ain't buying it. Advanced. I'm really so sorry,
0: Daddy.
3: I love this. Yeah. This is Stephanie like just figuring out what she's going to be doing for the rest of her career pretty much. <laughs> like, she's got the heel roll down so well. So, Stephanie basically tries to seduce her father. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, please. His I'm... face, when she says that, turned my fucking stomach. Come on,
0: she's wearing his favourite halter neck top. Like, what's, oh, that's it's so it.
3: Game of Thrones- Daddy-
0: I'm young and naive And Shane, dad Shane made me slap mom Shane also made me buy ECW I didn't want to buy ECW No fucking (laughs) shit Also, Shane made me say I want you to die Daddy, I don't want you to die I love you And if you die someday
3: So fucking good. And I
0: just wanted to say, uh, I'm sorry, Jay. (laughs) She literally flutters the eyelashes.
1: She's so so great here. Vince
0: with the line of the century Security, get this woman out of my ring. This woman.
3: Love that.
0: (laughs) Great line. Oh, that is literally the most horrible thing you could call Stephanie in her eyes. This woman. It's a horrible
3: thing to call your child.
0: Like, Like, if she called her that woman, she'd be slightly happier. But Mm. this woman. Oh, cruel use of grammar there, Vince. What an impersonal form of the verb you've taken. JR and Jerry are very shocked by Vince's callous nature. Second person being dragged out kicking and screaming tonight is Stephanie. And JR says, that's colder than the other side of the pillow. It's pretty cold. That's cool, not cold. Because, I mean... That's, like, nice, the other side of the pillow. Like, no one ever flips over the
3: pillow and goes... Ooh. Oh, that's horrible. That's cold. JR does. He flips it over, he's like... Aah, <laughs> Aah. <laughs> like a nice hot pillow
0: myself. <laughs> does anyone remember the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass? Uh, Vince McMahon's Ass? Um, the web cartoon that they did? No. So, I don't know if you guys know, they did, like, around 2005 or six, when they brought back Kiss My Ass Cub, they did a little, like... Vince McMahon's ass, like, little cartoon thing. And it's like, ah, oh, I'm Vince McMahon, and I've got the greatest ass in the world. And his ass is, like, whatever arms and do, like, you know, like, run the business like, and get into wacky adventures.
1: Okay. So it's like, what's that adult swimming show? Assy, Assy McGee? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's funny,
0: because the creators of Assy McGee looked at it and went, oh, that is essentially or idea except you're doing it so they sent him a cease and desist good for them and the last uh, i think it was like on one of the the russian streaming sites a few years ago but yeah the vince mcmahon kiss my ass cartoon uh, it, it's out there vince voiced it himself wow it's very weird to see Vince like with his trousers by his ankles and his ass like just like doing stuff it's like kind
3: I've of... got to see this yeah this sounds so bizarre
0: I know and it's really sad because I feel like that's ruined assy McGee for you now because you you wanna, you want don't want to see that without Vince McMahon now do you
3: this sounds to me like do you remember when David Lynch discovered Flash and then he made Dumbland was yeah. it called I imagine Vince just sat on his computer like he spent a whole weekend <laughs> like hey I made a cartoon pal come everyone's gotta watch it's mandatory like, <laughs> drawn like
1: fucking home movies Yeah, yeah, (laughs) literally.
0: (laughs) Oh man, they cut backstage. goes on the warpath. Yeah. He's
3: pissed off.
0: He's fucking pushing people around. You think it's pretty funny, Sunshine? (laughs) And then he goes up to Taz. Do you know what he says to him? When he's like, looking at him, he wants to fight. You want me to bop you? Yeah? Bop. <laughs> bop!
2: Oh, Was I this is the warrior. Seriously,
0: <laughs> I'm heavy and well known. They write about my raids in the Blackpool Tribune, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Taz, who's like, man, word of kisses? Because you know,
3: you're laughing now, Taz, but yeah. you know. You'll be back in the locker room with a microphone again. Pretend right. you're called Terry.
0: There's kind of a, a follow through with Regal having to kiss the ass. Uh, he comes out on Smackdown. They have a great little segment on Smackdown afterwards where Regal comes out after getting his job back and he confronts Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's basically like, you, you sold me a false bill of goods. If it wasn't for you you know, uh, the alliance would have been successful or if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had to kiss Mr. McMahon's bloody ass to get my job back and I'll you know, i never forgive you what you've done. And every time he's talking, Steve Austin takes that a little hanky and puts it over his mouth. He's like, I'm sorry, just, it smells like shit when you laugh. for <laughs> for <laughs> talk. It's a great moment where Austin reaches into his Daisy Dukes and he pulls out all this candy. he's like, Put all this gum and candy and shit in your
3: mouth. (laughs) Because your mouth smells like shit. (laughs) From one little peck on Vince's cheek. brilliant. Love it.
0: it. Hey Edge, I bet you're feeling kind of foolish, huh? Feeling kind of foolish for saying that I was yellow. And I proved that I wasn't yellow. I proved that I'm a hero. I bet you got something silly to say to me now, huh, Edge? And then Egg says that Angle... Was working both sides. I guess you could say Kurt was taking a little bit over easy, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> Good
3: grief.
0: He is the head man.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get my last one out. Yeah, right? finishing you know? season three on a high. Like, yeah.
1: Ed, Edge also points out that he has, um, he doesn't have to thank Kurt for anything because Edge saved himself. Edge is the one one who's there with two titles.
0: I wrestle test. I don't need your help. (laughs) And see, right? The reason why these ads here can't give me much of a hard time is that what did you all have before we sat down?
3: We had eggs. We had eggs. They were really nice. Weren't they? They were really good. Yeah?
0: Yeah. See? Team Egg. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth
3: it for Kevin's face right now. He looks like the happiest boy on earth. I am. Like like a little cherub with his rosy cheeks. I'm like a
0: dog with two dicks. I'm happy.
3: I've got questions, but I'm going to wait till after we're recording. Like. I need clarification.
0: Just think of any dog. Right. Right, well, any male dog. <laughs> we,
3: can, we can talk about this later if you, you want. Like...
0: Just imagine, like, the dog would be like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> that face. All right. All right. Is there still time to pull out of season four?
0: <laughs> no, you're
3: in You've Committed.
0: Oh, God! So we got Nature Boy Ric Flair. Can someone explain to me in broad terms what Rick's point is here? What the hell are you talking about? Woo! Woo! Woo!
5: Woo! Woo! Uh, woo! Uh, How nice, Mr. Flair! Woo! 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 Wait a minute! And now you and I are living in fly. We're not dealing. You know why? Because we're partners.
3: How broad are we talking? Last night I bet I was winner. Woo! That's that's pretty concise, I'd say. Last night I am within <laughs> a big half on the big Saturday. What did the big show?
0: I me. it's like
1: a prospector.
0: <laughs>
2: like
0: honestly, I got my gold. When I was a kid, I didn't know what was going on because Rick Fair's going to go! The consortium. What's a consortium? I don't know. <laughs> and Joe was like, well, this changes everything. <laughs> Remember those dramatic turns in storyline developments? They're happening. Like, what? Fucking subtitles and Vince is pulling
3: his ear. Yeah, consortiums, pal.
1: Did you pick up what was happening here, Bill? So, Shane and Steph, actually, by the time that they had lost, were not the legal owners of ECW and WCW. is from what I could gather. And they'd actually sold to Rick. So that would mean that Vince is not the ju- the full owner of the whole thing. It is actually Rick's so of they're 50-50 partners in the venture.
3: Now, what I took it to mean is that in order for Shane and Steph to buy WCW and ECW, they had to sell their WWF stock way back when. Right. And the way I read it is that Rick bought their stock months ago while this was all going on and he was waiting for the invasion to be over to then make it known that he actually owns like half of WWF.
0: Ah, I see because I know well well back in the way way back like when they did the corporate ministry storyline they revealed that like Shane and Vince together own 50% yep. and Linda and Stephanie together own 50%. So yep. it would make sense then that Linda and Vince own 50% and Shane and Stephanie own 50%.
3: And Shane and Steph sold their half to Ric Flair to get the capital they needed ah, to buy the Alliance faction. See,
0: why didn't they just say that? That's what he said. He said the Grasorio! What? <laughs> Will with, it tear? IN MY EYE! Fucking speak English!
3: I don't know what's happening here. There is a great YouTube poop of this exact promo on the internet. If anyone's got like a minute and they want to have a nice laugh, check it out.
0: It's going to be very, very exciting. I guess you could say we're going there and back again.
3: Yeah! (sighs) Fucking A man! Nothing like starting off a new season with a Hobbit reference <laughs>
2: Yeah! Like,
3: fucking cursed from the word go! Yeah like, baby! And I reckon we
0: can, instead of doing WrestleMania 13, can we just split it into three parts? Three yeah. parts, more yeah. CGI, The like,
3: Battle
1: of the Five Austins! Like, we won't actually
3: be in the same room as each other, like we'll yeah. all be green screened and fucking crying in between takes! And the we'll best be
1: storyboarding if- it as we go! Oh, you know?
3: having a nervous breakdown on Billy just
0: walks into the room and it's fully green, like, where are the characters?
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> I- I cannot wait. I'm so fucking excited. And hey,
0: thank you to everyone for coming along for Season 3. Put the DVD back up on the shelf. Dust off some space because Season 4 is coming at you like a ton of bricks very, very soon. And we cannot wait to get involved with all of your thoughts, your comments, and your ideas for Season 4. And you better believe over on patreon.com forward slash a podcast, there's going to be a whole shedload of great content coming alongside the way as well. Adam, Billy, it's been a delight talking about this era with you. It has.
3: This has been the most fun I've ever had with this podcast. Hey, yes, it, has. Been my it definitely favorite has. Favorite yeah. season to date during this. Honestly, place.
0: it's my favorite season as well. Mm. I feel like we uh, we had a lot of fun doing this, and I feel that people had a lot of fun listening to us have a lot of fun doing this as well. I hope so. Fun inception. That's what you can expect mm. from the Edge Era podcast. <laughs> I was going to do a little Bilbo bit, and then you just brought in Hans Zimmer. In <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just you can do
1: that,
3: I and mean, then <laughs> No more Hobbit, please. <laughs> the, <laughs> the road goes ever on and on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we've come to the end of season three. I wish you all a very fond farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. <gasps> oh, he's gone. <laughs> 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 Oh, come on, Adam. It's just a bit of old fun. It's in my pocket. (laughs) We'll catch you on season four (laughs) of the Attitude Era podcast.